on this week's episode, the Raptors and the Warriors are on top of their respective conferences. The Lion King gets a major reboot with some real-life animals. And they did surgery on a grape. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nerds and Basketball. afternoon and good evening my name is cj and i'm post charmone post charmone welcome back to a new episode of nerds and basketball and we are sounding amazing we are i am excited if you guys saw my post on facebook our audio is phenomenal um thanks shout out to pingu for helping me set this up my friend pingu not the actual Pingu. Not the like, actual Pingu, unfortunately. Not the actual Pingu. That, unfortunately. that guy is Newts. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Starting to show off right. Let's, let's, let's off do right. it. Let's do it. <laughs> nope, 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 that was great. Yeah, all the technical prowess, uh, prowess goes right to CJ. He did great work right here. No, thank um, you. Thank you. I admire that. this man. This man I is my hero. He, oh my gosh. <laughs> CJ the DJ is the only DJ for me. Um, oh, I'm, down. I'm down. I'm, I'm so <laughs> down for that. Um, how are how are you, Poster Mode? I'm good. I'm good. Actually, it's so weird. Um, yeah. Before the show starts, we usually like talking about how each of us are doing things like that. We didn't really get to that today. We kind of yeah. we kind of got into some other stuff. But yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm doing good. Um, bit tired. I need to start sleeping earlier, to be honest. But uh, that's 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 a raw whole issue. Um, but uh, it's a no, mode good. Issue. Yeah, a post-charmone issue. You didn't hear that, <laughs> folks. Um, yeah, post-charmone issue. But uh, other than that, I've been doing pretty solid. Um, yeah, how about yourself? I'm, I am also tired. Um, surprisingly enough, this week I had a couple of hiccups in the gym. Uh, oh, yeah. I I usually I usually do my best to go to the gym every day, Monday Another to Friday. Injury. No. Oh gosh, <laughs> no, no, no! I, I, I stopped drinking for a while. It's uh, oh god, no! Yeah. We're not going back into this. I'm no, sorry no, for no, bringing no. it up. Cleaning and drink? No, no. I haven't been drinking. <laughs> in, I haven't been drinking in a while. But in in the exercise in, is a jerk, folks. Okay, the oh, exercise yeah. is called the clean and jerk. The okay, clean and jerk. Please continue on. <laughs> yeah, no. But um, this week it's been it's been really weird. Um, I went to the gym Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Um. And then Wednesday, Thursday, my body just gave up. I mean, I didn't go to the gym. Like my body just properly gave up. Also, just a lot of school stuff got in the way, yeah. so I decided to skip the gym so I can work on papers and assignments and whatnot. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So and then I got back on on Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, I took my rest days. So I also purchased this really intense program. I invested money on a program. Uh, it was fifty percent off. So it used to be oh. seventy bucks now, or sorry, it used to be hundred bucks. Now it's fifty. So I, I went for it. So some uh, some Black Friday shopping that exactly. Right. Yeah. So no, it's, it's a training program, twelve weeks. It's gonna be intense. It's gonna be interesting, and I hope by the end of it, I will get abs. <laughs> Cause I'm, oh. I'm, yeah. Oh what? gosh, 
I I didn't notice it was like a physical pro. When you said programming, I'm like, well, like you know, you're 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 a comp sci guy. I'm thinking no. like, oh, this is like a coding thing. He's gonna be no. like proficient in like C plus plus or something like that oh. after this. But I'm like, oh, he he's gonna get abs. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. training program. Yeah, yeah, like a physical training program. It's it's for okay. my preparation for the future. But yeah. It's hope, hopefully it's really gonna cut down a lot on my on my eating, although surprisingly not a lot. It's just a little bit more methodical. Yeah. So should be interesting. Definitely a lot be. more meat. Definitely a lot more protein. I'm guessing. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. A lot. A lot of pro- my protein's gonna stay around the 200 grams range. Oh, yeah. So, that's that's massive gains right there. Oh yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I I won't be doing it until. January, so I'm kind of bulking. I'm I'm in a bulking phase right now. So it's winter. You gotta bulk. Yeah, I'm bulking exactly. too. Don't worry. Exactly. Don't worry. So we, then, we we're we're gonna have like super rip CJ soon. He's gonna go like super stay in and <laughs> like literally destroy everything I, soon I, enough. I hope not. I hope not. I don't wanna. I don't wanna go um, Bruce Banner and you know get performance uh, anxiety when fighting Thanos. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. What? It uh, wasn't. It's true. Yeah, Did he not? He wasn't able to go full Hulk in uh, in Avengers uh, four, right? So or Avengers three. Sorry. Oh my gosh. That's that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, I guess. Oh, for me, I guess since you got like a nice Black Friday deal, I mm. got like I got like a pretty big uh, Black Friday L. So like before. I was checking out. I'm like to myself, you know what? I want to reward myself with a PS4. Because like, I'm going to get some time off like sometime in some you December. You got a PS4? I, no, I didn't. Because this is what happened. I knew about this deal. The deal was yeah. up online. And basically, it's a good deal. So you can either get a PS4 for $230, which is yeah. a great deal. Yeah. Or $260. Um, and it comes with the Spider-Man game. I'm like, that's cool. I'd go for that one. And oh, I was yeah. looking. And then I was biggest figure of indi- i was very indecisive i was like i saw the deal it was still available everything was available i'm like i don't know if i should should i will i play it and like all this stuff going through my head and the day of black friday i'm like you know i think i'm gonna do it and i go on the website bestbuy.ca walmart whatever i look i'm like oh it's all sold out everywhere and i and i just side my head i'm like okay well cyber monday's coming up we'll see your box today but I'll say this, folks. If you want, don't be indecisive. Make your decision. Go for it. Because my sister made such a great point saying, like, if you didn't play it, it'd still probably be in good condition. And you could probably sell it for the same amount or maybe even a little bit more since it was so heavily on sale. Oh, yeah. And I oh, yeah. I was never I, – I never felt that I took the L that hard before. I was – it's so it's true. You didn't take the L, buddy. You're fine. Yeah, well, no, because, like – then I went back. I'm like, okay. And I pulled out my PS3. I'm like, I'm gonna play. Let's play Arkham City for the thirtieth time. And I played it. I'm like, it's still a great game. But I'm like, oh, oh yeah, it's still a great game. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I could be Spider-Man. Why do I want to be Batman? Right. No, Batman's great. I'm um, okay. Yeah. So that was that was my little thing. Um, that's such a weird story to bring up. But uh, yeah, you're good. Don't buddy. be you're good. On Black Friday, take your opportunity. Just buy, buy, buy. Capitalism no, is king. No, um, no, 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 no. Sell. <laughs> buy low, sell high. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> Don't worry. Next week, we're going to have socialist CJ and socialist post Charbonne. No, wait, be- hold on. I am not a socialist. I am a capitalist. Or actually, no, no, I'm, okay. I'm, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, a, min, I'm a minimalist, actually. You're a minimalist. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. This is getting too political. Yeah. Don't um, worry. We'll, we'll 
it, follow us on our next podcast where it's called <laughs> the communist hour nerds communist okay, in on. basketball a communist in basketball no <laughs> don't forget if we if we do that that means that we have to change the rules of the nba because it's not a very everyone pays game. equally everyone's paid equally everyone's paid equally michael beasley uh, makes the same amount as lebron james exactly. yes no not just that don't forget there are no losing there's no winning right <laughs> the refs get to shoot too uh, <laughs> yeah. here's the thing the funniest thing too they'd probably miss all the calls on them themselves even too They're oh, like oh true. no i wasn't i wasn't and don't forget when you win you don't win Putin wins Putin wins right okay alright that's enough for communism <laughs> I think it's time to get into our show basketball let's go back to so, capitalism <laughs> bring us in CJ tell us where our topic's gonna be this week so we're gonna be talking about the east and the west we've decided we're gonna try to simplify the, the show a little bit more yeah. uh, so we're gonna go through the east it's interesting we have if you look at the conference right now with the East, it's it's the same couple of teams. The same couple you got the Raps, you got the Bucks, the Sixers. The Pistons are there for some reason. I was not expecting that. Uh, <laughs> the Pacers, which you know, it's it's a hit or miss for the Pacers. They're always gonna be between four to six. The Hornets, the Magic, and lastly the Celtics are in And then you got the rest and but anyway, um, oh, the Bulls for some reason are 13th. I don't know if yeah. they accidentally flipped the the conference or something. I don't know. Yeah. They need to fix that. I'll send an email with. Uh, I'll send an email to David Stern um, talking about this. Because like, Haw- uh, what? What about the Hawks? They're they're at the bottom too with the Cavs. Oh no, we'll go that's, on. that's not an issue. It's just the Bulls. You know, the Bulls should be first or second. Yeah. You you send an email to David Stern too? Yeah, yeah. David Stern. All right, <laughs> shoot. Adam David Stern. Stern's up. He's at the. Uh, God, you really are living in the past. You really are living in the past. That that poor poor David Stern. He's just somewhere in Hawaii. He's just relaxing on the beach, just sipping on his drink with MJ or something. Yeah. And it's just like this old caps email saying the Bulls are losing. <laughs> and David why Stern. Are they- why are they losing? And then David Stern, I imagine him like just like he's like he's an older guy. He's kind of plump, and he's just like laying down. So he's like you know he's in his bathing shorts. But then like somehow he just gets up and like rips off his old man skin and becomes like ultra jacked and just like flies and just like literally like whips the bulls in shape and they win yep. the, and they win like a, a quadruple three peat or something like that. that. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Okay. We have um, future prediction. I don't know what to call you at this point. Let's just call it just. We have post sharp. We have. I, I, you're right. Imagine, imaginative, post imaginative. Um, no reality, Sharmone. No, the meme where it's like that guy's head like exploding, but this oh, is the final. That that the final four. Final four, Sharmone. Final four, Sharmone. <laughs> the finest one. The okay. finest one. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, the back fin- to the East. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Top. Uh, the Raptors are still on top, and they're only going to get better now because Leonard is um, getting healthier. Apparently, in the next, I believe, six or seven games, he's gonna. Dis- they're gonna put him back in back-to-back games. Nice. So should be an interesting season now that Leonard's gonna be up and healthy for the Raptors. What are your thoughts on that? Um, first, I want for one thing with you. Um, 
the uh, the whole back to back situation I've heard recently, and I think it's true. Um, that was kind of imposed by his camp saying we're not letting Leonard play back to back. Or was that strictly yeah, okay? Was, but his camps loosened up on that. It's not really loosened. I think the, the the deal was that they wouldn't play him back to back right now because he's not yet healthy. Yeah, I, I I always felt that was like kind of like a saving move too, just to keep him fresh for free agency mm, next year. Exactly. Yeah, that that's like, one thing. But I feel that given where the Raptors are right now, and I've said this yeah. before, when if yeah. the Raptors if the Raptors make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, if they make it to the finals, it's sixty forty for Leonard to stay with the Raptors. If they yeah. win a chip. I'm almost certain. I'm almost like ninety percent. He has to stay. Oh yeah, he they they're who, gonna go for the back to back for that. Yeah, point. like who who dips after right? a champ like that? Right? right? It'd be exactly. weird. It'd be really weird. Exactly. Um, you know what? It also, it also helps that um, San Antonio's not doing that great too. That mm-hmm. Leonard's seeing mm-hmm. that as well too, mm-hmm. and he's kind of seeing how tough the West is, and maybe he's enjoying the softer East. I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. Um, but just wait till winter really comes, and he's yeah. gonna be like, oh, I need to get out. Out of here. Canadian um, <laughs> winters aren't fun. It was November and it felt like winter and it was just awful. It was just bad. Yeah. Um, but going off on that, yeah, Kawhi's great. Um, Raptors, we last week we said we drinks the raps. They had that really tough week before, but you know, two weeks ago. Um, but you know what? They had a, they had a fairly softer schedule this week. Mm. But the raps pulled out wins. They beat the Heat. They beat the Wizards. Um, they beat the Hawks. You know, and these are big games to win but they're still games they, they barely are. beat they the magic are. They are the magic yeah. who are a pretty decent team um but they're they're wins right and like if they lost it then they lose more confidence but they won both of these games pretty handily so um you know there's nothing wrong with that right uh this week they have a bit more of a challenge we have grizzlies we have the warriors we have the Cavs. gosh oh, the Cavs who just beat philadelphia and houston Hey, the East doesn't go through LeBron anymore. The East goes through the Cavs. Let me tell yes, you. The, the, yes, I'm telling you that. It's old Tristan Thompson. Mm-hmm. Then they have the Nuggets. And then they have the 76ers. Wait, they have the Nuggets? So basically, that's this is how it's right? So that's in two weeks. Sorry, I'm okay. going a bit myself. But it's a tough stretch right here. You have oh, Grizzlies, yeah. Warriors, Cavs, Nuggets, 76ers. And that's in Bucks and Clippers. And it's going to be a rough. And then you have the Warriors again. Trailblazers, yeah. Nuggets, Pacers. Oof. This is it's, gonna it's, be it's gonna be a trying time for the Raptors. Yeah. They're not even playing they're not even playing like low seed player low seed teams. They're playing top oh, seed teams. These are all top seed teams. Trailblazers, yeah. Nuggets, Raptors. Like, wow, this is actually I'm I didn't know it was this rough, but here's the thing. This is a this is a trying time. Let's see oh, yeah. how they get out of oh, this. Yeah. I I believe they're gonna get out of it pretty strong. They're gonna get some nice exposure against the top teams that they may need to play in the future in mm-hmm. a playoff situation. Mm-hmm. Get that going. This is a testing point for the Raps, and I think if they make it out here uh, with a winning record, like a good winning record, it really proves it to me that this Raptors team is a real championship threat i i yep. i say playoff threat before saying like you know they'll be going to playoffs but a championship threat because the thing is with the warriors you know showing little cracks not as efficient not as great as they were last year still mm-hmm. a very powerful team still the clear favorite but the raptors keep this up 
I have to admit that there is championship contention. I'm glad to say that. I'm glad to say, like, there's a team that has a chance here. I could say the Raptors have a chance. And this is the real trying time for them. So let's see how they finish up this year. And uh, that's my complete uh, opinion about it. Mm -hmm. Kawhi, let's go for those back-to-backs and let's keep this unit rolling. Hope there's no injuries, but this unit's rolling um, right now. And um, we'll see if they make any trades, but we'll get into trades later. Yeah, we'll get into that later, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, though, other than that, uh, who would have thought that the 76ers and the Bucks? Oh, well, okay. Well, I'll give it to the Sixers. They're they're doing really well this year. They're doing substantially well than in comparison to last year. They made um, a big trade for that one player. Exactly. So, uh, the Bucks are. Would would you say that they're surprising? Because I feel like, I feel like they they've always been top tier. They've always had top tier talent. They've always had top tier coaching, except for the time when, um, J- is Kid- Jason's kid the coach still? No, no. He's Remember not, right? they yeah. they hired the Hawks former coach, uh, yes, Budenholzer, yes. and yeah, like Budenholz, he's, yeah. he's and he's actually a pretty good because he you remember he's the guy that led the Hawks to that first seed a few years mm-hmm, ago, right? Mm-hmm, I agree. So he, I agree. he's a good coach. He's, he's a, a good, good coach. coach. Yeah. So yeah. so the, the the Bucks have a very they're talent wise and coaching, and I'm sure um, uh, top or sorry um, top brass. With 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 the uh, with the head office, they have a pretty solid hold w- of the team. So I wouldn't say that they're having an issue. It's it's I don't I, I wouldn't say they're surprising either because they it was just a matter of time before their talent would catch up with the East. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, yeah. Like like I'll say about the 76ers, I always knew they'd be in contention. They had a very strong showing last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that core has just got you know better together. Um, Markel Fultz is just going to be MVP one day on the Phillies. Oh, Oops. don't do um, me like this. Don't, don't do me do like this. Okay, well, leave. Uh, forget about that. But yeah, yeah 76ers, not surprised where they are right now. Jimmy Butler trade just made them tougher contenders right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be interesting to say Jimmy Butler. I feel like he's congealing with this team good so far. We'll see how they do. Um, he, you know what? He's also taken. I wouldn't say a back like he's he feels like he's not that primary option on that team because yeah. you have Joel yeah. Embiid and Ben Simmons has actually still been scoring pretty well too. Can I? So can I? I like, um, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. I, I just wanted to uh, interject here. Um, we are currently recording on November twenty fifth. It's eight fifty seven as of recording. I want you to open your Instagram right now and look into Bleacher Report because Jimmy Butler just hit a game winner for the Seventy Sixers, and they beat the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Oh gosh! It was oh a game gosh, winner. It, so, it was a game winner. It looks so similar to the Hornets one. Exactly. I wouldn't say similar because it's a it's a step back, but it's st- yeah, very similar. But just you wow. know. But yeah, wow. wow. No, I just see Jimmy Butler doesn't even like he's not even like the best three point shooter. No, but he's clutch. Oh yeah, he, he, oh, yeah. he's starting to show off those. And here's the thing, I I can't believe I didn't bring this up to you before. What are your thoughts on that? So basically, Philly won that game one twenty seven to one twenty five, right? Yeah. Um. So basically, they were one twenty four before, and then Jimmy Butler hit a three. Right. Right. What do you feel about that? Do you think like, oh, that's kind of like a dumb, inefficient move to take that three, even though you only need two points? Like, why didn't he just drive or why didn't he go for like something else, like a more high uh, percentage shot? Um, I think that, you know, if, if you have everything, if you have the balls, if you had the gut, 
it's if you have the tenacity for it, I don't see why not. It's the same. Okay. It's the same with Murray taking that three at the end of the Celtics game. He wants to get fifty-one. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a matter of. I, I, it's I don't a matter. Think, of, I don't think yeah. it's the same. No, this it's not w. the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's not the same. But but the the mentality of. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cle- they're clearly completely opposites of each, or completely different spectrums. But if if you look at it from, he could have shot it too. He could have gone for the Looks layup. Cooler. It would have been. Uh, Yes, in some ways, yes, but also it's to see who, which one would you rather watch. Actually, no, that's a terrible question because I, <laughs> I, I would love to watch a game winner layup or a game winner dunk. I also would love to watch a game winner three. So any any kind of game winner is a really good game winner, right? It's There's really, no really good game winner. Yeah, I'm so. just saying, like, I want you to, I want to ask you in this like most like logical, efficient way. Yeah. Um, think you're Greg Popovich. What would Greg Popovich do? Would he say like take that three, or would he say like get down low in the post and go for that like, that high percentage shot, or maybe drive or something like that? Or you know, I understand like take the three point shot if you feel like, good with it, like you feel like you're in a good position, but. Do you feel like it should kind of be a game plan not for saying like no I want you to get this high fish and not do lot get two here? Uh, what like what do you think about it now in terms of that logical sense? I mean, would Popovich in the first place? Um, just to reiterate, you're you're asking me if Popovich would um, ask if he would go for layup or three or whatever. In the first place, would you consider would would Popovich even consider an ISO play, right? Because Popovich would probably move the if if it depends on the time, right? He would either pass it to his best shooter and throw the bucket, or uh-huh. if in this case like Butler and even with the with the Hornets game, they had for this one they had ten seconds for the Hornets game they have five five six seconds. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of that in basketball years. That's a lot of time. So, um, would Popovich call an ISO play? I don't think so. I think it would be a lot of pass. Uh, it would be pass, pick, uh, find the easiest bucket to win. So to answer it, maybe he would look for the two, depending on the situation, or the three for the tie. But the point is, he wouldn't call an ISO play. He would probably call a very like move the ball first, find the best shot possible, depending on the situation. Even if the de- even if the defense. Um, buckles down and puts uh-huh. you puts you in the most difficult situation. Yeah, you you have to shoot the best shot. Not 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 the not the um not the least efficient shot. Or yeah, not the least efficient shot, but the the most. Or sorry, not the most efficient shot, but the best shot. That doesn't exactly mean efficient. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, no. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, no, that was oh, okay. That was uh, fair enough. Yeah, you know, I say no, fair enough. I I understand what you're saying right there. Um, yeah, but um, okay, yeah, yeah. Going back to it, yeah. So just like that from side, great for Jimmy Butler. Ice in his veins. Ice in his veins. You like mm. seeing that? We all like seeing game winners, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Michael Jordan's the shot was a two point mid range, but whatever. Um, keep going. Um, right, oh, right, right. Forgot about that. Sorry. That, about that. that was called the shot for a reason, even though you know it's a big game. <laughs> like a, a game winner is a game winner, right? Mm-hmm. They're all they're all pretty good. Yeah. Um, so going back to this, uh, Bucks, I I was a bit surprised here. I always knew they had the talent. We have a team like Giannis. Giannis great last year. They always got the talent. Um, but you know what? I thought it'd be more of a 
progressive movement for them. So they started last year. They're kind of like one of the lower seeds. Right. I thought they go, they jump to like the middle a little, work some more things out, and then get to this upper echelon. But I feel they kind of, in my eyes, they skipped that season, and now they're in that upper echelon right now. And mm-hmm. let's see. Um, out of curiosity, let's see the Bucks schedule and see how tough it's going to be. So the Bucks beat the Spurs yesterday, but then they lost the Suns the other day. Um, otherwise, the Bucks are pretty rock solid. Um, but going on more about this, they play the Hornets, they play the Bulls, they play the Knicks, they play the Pistons, they play the Warriors, then they play the Raps, the Cavs, Pacers. So it's not as bad as the Raptors. So this is their opportunity to maybe jump ahead of the Raptors if the Raps don't really do it as well. Or, you know, um, or you know, it's a, it's another point to see. So this is going to be an interesting way to see how these teams close up the year. Um, it'll, and it'll be really telling. But uh, I feel the Bucks are here to stay. I feel they have that talent. Oh, yeah. They, they injuries, yeah. but uh, they're, they're, they're definitely going to be upper echelon in the East um, and continuing going forward. Um, they've just made some smart play, smart um, smart trades too. They traded away Jabari Parker. Can you remind me, what was the Jabari Parker trade? Was it for what was that? What was the full trade for Jabari Parker? Wasn't it for Mark? No, Mark. No, not marketing. Oh, that would have no, been a bad trade for the Bulls. Bulls. No, uh, I don't remember. Let me take a look into it now. Trade. Oh, it was a signing. It was a signing. Oh, sorry, my bad. No. Thought- oh yeah, it was a signing. You're right. Jabari Parker oh, okay. decided to sign with with the Bulls, but you know, Jabari is from Chicago, so. Yeah, well, I guess it was still a decision because they removed their qualifying off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, uh, but if you they... look at if you look at it, Jabari Parker wasn't that great because like it, when when Giannis came into the picture, Jabari yeah. got overshadowed by his talent. So and it doesn't help having those two ACL injuries. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but Jabari's been a unit. He's still a twenty three year old guy, and he's still working things out. And you know what? The Bulls said like, "Hey, we don't really have much to lose this season. Mm-hmm. We'll grab him if he's great. Great. We have a great history of." players with uh, ACL injuries so let's keep going with it right I'm so sorry fair enough I'm so sorry no it's but okay. Um, okay. yeah no but they, they got a great they have a good team going too uh, I like Brooke Lopez he had some down years in LA but I feel it could be a great efficient tool a very streaky can I tell you something interesting uh, he now holds a record for um, most three point attempts without a maid he went 0 from 12 from the three point line um, and that's a record that's amazing and, but amazing. the day before, but the game, but but like a few games before that, he had like eight or nine three pointers, which was insane for a guy right. that's a center, right? Don't so forget, very... he didn't shoot any threes last last season too. He, he shot did zero. Shoot did he? Was that him? Yeah, Brooke, Brooke Lopez has been um, shooting threes a bit too. Um, we sure. So, uh, he picked this up. When did he start picking this up? He picked this up. Let me check. Well, the this, point the point being is that it's gonna be. Oh, what? I so yeah, he, ahead, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, on this final year with the Brooklyn Nets, um, he basically went for five uh, uh, five three point attempts a game. Before that, he didn't try anything. He worked on it in his off season, and he ended up shooting three fifty, which is pretty nice actually. He's actually a pretty mm-hmm. decent shooter. Uh, Lakers, he continued to shoot, and then Milwaukee. But yeah, Brooke Lopez, three-point shooter. Um, coincidentally, at the same time, his rebounding just diminished greatly, but that's just because you're standing outside the arc, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, great team. Um, I, I'm I'm 
I thought they'd still be running, but I didn't know they'd be in this uh, contention. But hey, I'm the guy that thought the Celtics would be number one at this point uh, at the season. Um, but uh, again, the Celtics, I think they will write their ship soon enough in one way or the other. But uh, no, no. Um, I think the Raps overall have a good stranglehold over these teams so far. But let's see how it goes, right? Let's we'll see how the year yeah, closes. Oh, yeah. They're 17 and 4 right now, so it should be. <laughs> well, speaking of the other spectrum, we everybody said, and I remember looking at the memes and everything, um, that it would be the Raps and the Celtics, the top of the East. It would just be yeah. the two of them, and now it's the Raps and the Seventy Sixers and the Bucks, and the Celtics are found deep down in the East in eighth place. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. It's really weird to see this. Yeah. So. What do you think? What do you mean? Well, like, we'll talk about their woes a bit because this is going to lead into our next topic. But, right. like, before when the season started, they had, like, uncharacteristically, like, bad shooting percentages from their best player. Yeah. And that's what I kind of used to help explain it, just saying, like, oh, it's just some bad shots it's bad luck stuff like that they're still working it out mm-hmm. but now it's kind of looking like what's going on sort of here like because a lot of people are even saying like i saw like tons of memes or again it's just like oh uh celtics fans oh we're gonna be great when hayward and kyrie irving come and they're like no they you guys are actually doing kind of worse right now actually and what do you think about that um i think for one um, I wouldn't blame the coach. Brad Stevens is a basketball genius. Um, I wouldn't yes, blame yes. head office either. It's always I'm always going to go back to the same thing that I said from day one. It's just over talent. There's just too many ta- too much talent in that team. You don't know who to pass the ball to. You don't know who to count on. When you look at the best teams in in the NBA from the beginning of the NBA years up until now, you've always seen teams dominating teams have. One or one or two have one or two personalities. Either you have the 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 main star player and then the core players. So you look at you look at um you look at um Jordan and the Bulls. You look at um, Kobe and Shaq and or sorry Shaq and Kobe, depending on who you're talking to. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. And then you look at you look at you look at um you look at uh, who else? What the heck? Was one? Oh, sorry, Wade and Shaq. Uh, no, but seriously, you had the top player and role players, and then you look at yeah. the other person, the second personality, personality, which is the the big team, but they're all consistent, just consistently good. Warriors. That's an easy. Yeah. That's an easy. Um, they just over talent. The talent is there with the Warriors, and they know how to manage it. But they, mm-hmm. the pay, they pass the ball so well, and they know who to count on in certain situations. They've 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 managed that to perfection. So that's why they will always be that kind of team. And then you look at uh, Magic and and uh, Showtime Lakers, right? They never had. They never had the top player. They've always had. Kareem, Magic, and so on and so forth. So role players, role players. Wait, 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 wait. Are you calling Kareem of Bill Jabbar and uh, Magic uh, Magic Johnson um, role players? They're, okay. 
Are you? What I what I mean? What literally no, no, the what, best point guard in history and the, arguably the, the best, best center in history, a, a role player. Hear me out. That's not what I mean. What I mean is that <laughs> I'm gonna get so much flack for this. What I mean is that they. <laughs> it's the same for the Warriors. It's the same for the Warriors. Curry's the best shooter in the NBA. Ever. Okay. Clay Thompson is a. Oh my gosh, he's a basketball god. If you if he was hot, KD's okay. Draymond is an amazing defensive monster, okay. and then you you build around that team. So you got those four amazing players who, in their re- in their respective talent in their respective styles, they know how to manage it and they understand the talent that they have in their team. And they don't just count on themselves, right? Okay. Jordan counted okay. himself. Kobe counted on himself. I'm not saying that, that they're they're key they're role players. I'm just saying they understand their place. You know oh, what I mean? Okay, okay. So I yeah, so okay, yeah. yeah. So basically like Magic Johnson, amazing passer, really dominant point yeah. guard. Yep. Um Kareem Abdul Jabbar scoring machine, exactly. you know, hold, like that like holding the post. They knew okay, I think I know what you're saying. They yeah. knew what they had to do on that team. Team, but you feel on the Celtics team, it's not as clear that each exactly. player doesn't know what I should be doing on this exactly. team. Exactly. And you know what? Yeah. Now that you bring up an interesting point, I do kind of see that right now. Yeah. Who's the focus? Who's there? It- no, no. Look at it. Who's there's there's a lot. There's clearly um, alpha dog mentality between Irving and Tatum. Who's who owns this team? I would argue I'll be Irving. Honest. I'll be honest. Irving has to be the one that owns this yeah. team. Because um, I'm going to ask you this question too. Um, has Jason Tatum been kind of disappointing you this season so far? Yes and no. I think in every rookie's career, there will always be that ebb and flow phase. And I'm not, or not rookie, sorry. In in a, an early NBA player, he's sophomore, that's second year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's normal for someone to go through ebbs and flow unless you're. LeBron James or Kobe Bryant, but actually no, yeah. even Kobe Bryant had ebbs and flows in the beginning of his career. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's not it's not abnormal to say. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what? I, I'll also say at this point too. You know, I I agree. Like, he's not like okay. I've been hearing like, oh gosh, Jason Tatum's really slowed down. He's kind of disappointing. And I looked at his stats and looking like okay, sixteen points a game, very consistent, steal six point six. You know good efficiency, stuff like that too. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then I kind of think back. And a lot of people, what they saw with Jason Tatum in the draft, they said, this is a complete player right now. He's the most complete player out of the draft. And he demonstrated that last year and this year. Um, But here's the thing. I think, and I feel this way too right now, looking at these stats, he was a player that didn't have the highest ceiling, right? Um and then you look back at another player from his draft, uh, De'Aaron mm, Fox. That's true. Right? I didn't think of it that De- way. Yeah. Yeah. De- De'Aaron Fox was, um, he had a pretty rough rookie year, but this year, you know, he's picking, there's some errors with his game. He's not mm. ultra efficient, but he's been showing flashes of that stardom, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah. While Jason Tatum has been very consistent, very good doing his job, doing his role. Is he a star? Does he show that potential? Maybe, or maybe he's just a player that was very complete coming out of college and is going to continue to be this good player, but not the superstar. And that's why I feel it's so important that this is Kyrie Irving's team. 
because Hayward's still recovering from an injury. Al Horford needs to know his role as that defensive stalwart right in the middle. And I think he understands that. But they really need to get this offense centered around like Kyrie Irving. Um, and again, going on this point, potentially another superstar if they bring him in, Anthony Davis. Yes. Uh, Oh my god. There's some rumors. Yeah. There, there these rumors have been cooking up for a while. Oh, yeah, Anthony Davis to the yeah. um, Boston. Because again, it's just one of those matchups that you think would be perfect. You have Kyrie Irving dishing it right to um Anthony Davis. You have like and it could work too, because Anthony Davis is a big dominating presence in the middle. Mm-hmm. But um he could stretch the floor, but um also Al Horford can stretch the floor. He yep. can go out a bit. He's not rebound heavy. It would work. If you oh, look yeah. at that situation, Anthony uh, Anthony also prefers to play po- uh, power forward too, as I understand. So it would work out a lot better for him. He's got some good shooters around them, and you look at that team you're like that team would work. That team would work together. It would cost them something, that's for sure. And I don't think New Orleans are willing to give up their MVP candidate. But again, it really, it really, because you really do bring up a good point. Actually, it's so true. It's just like. What is each player's role on the Celtics team, exactly. and are they doing that role? Because here's yeah. the thing: defensively, they're great right now. I think. Uh, let me look at the number again. Um, but as I understand, in terms of offensive efficiency, they have really kind of bottomed out. I think they are last season, which was a good season for them. They were 18th in offensive efficiency. Nothing amazing, but now they're 26th. Wow. That's low. And this That's is a team with some low. good players. You expect more. You expect them to score more. Especially when, you know, the Knights' defense doesn't help them out as much. You expect them to be better. Here's the interesting thing, too. Their offensive efficiency is just barely better than the Cav- Cleveland Cavaliers. Think about that. Who does that Cleveland Cavaliers team ha- who have... what? Who do they have driving that offense? No one. Nobody. No. There's. I mean, Nobody. LeBron was there, but that's it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey. Um, cut Cavs some slack. You still gotta go through them, man. They beat the Rockets, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they beat the Rockets. <laughs> Cavs are back, guys. We're gonna take the East. Yep, um, the we'll East, talk yeah. about that later. We'll, let's say they run the East. Um, oh. but going on. Um, yeah. You such a good point you bring up there, because like yeah. I really feel like that's kind of like the issue with the Celtics team. Like, what is each player's role? And you know what? Going on about what we'll talk about a bit later and concerning what Philly did, why not make that big move? You have that draft pick for Zion Williamson coming up potentially. Mm-hmm. You have a high draft pick for next year. Team would A team would be interested. Someone would be interested. Maybe you can grab someone, right? Do you think they feel kind of dumb that they didn't go for Blake Griffin when they had the chance? Yes and no. No? Um... Because Blake Griffin is one of those players that it's either an up or down. For for me, at least. Big because, up this year. Big up yeah, this year, though. They got the up for, for Blake Griffin this year. The Pistons yeah. are fourth place, I think. Fourth or fifth. Fourth and place. like, oh, and you know what? Him and the um, Drummond have been looking like a really nice duo, too. Yep. Yep. They are. Yeah. yeah. Twin Tower duo. So it should be an yeah. interesting, it should be an interesting time for the Pistons. Yeah. What are your thoughts? You know, I know you already talked about the Celtics, but I really want to hear your thoughts about the Celtics in general and like um, in this context of you know potentially going for Anthony Davis, but in the larger context of going for a big player because you know Raps went for that big player, 
Celtics went for a big player in, you know, um, Kyrie. Who's Kyrie? And Jason Hayward. Uh, sorry, Gordon Hayward. Jason, Jason Hayward. Hayward? Who the heck is I'm that? I'm thinking about baseball. He's, this is a baseball oh. player. I'm sorry. Uh, for Gordon Hayward, um, you know, but, you know, who got that injury and um, he looks at like exactly like Gordon Hayward if you just Google them. Um, but, yeah, um, Gordon Hayward, who got that injury and isn't looking like himself. Uh, but then you see Philly get Jimmy Butler, and then you're starting to think to yourself, Should, shouldn't we try winning now? Weren't we the favorites in the East? What's happening right now, right? What are your thoughts? Um, the the Celtics will just have to figure it out. I think you have to give them time. You have to give them a lot of patience. And I feel like if they... Oh, it's tough because... Because if if they decide to go and trade AD, who for trade for AD? Sorry, who are they gonna trade? Are they gonna trade their young, Are they gonna trade Tatum and Brown for AD? Because I think that's the only logical trade, right? I think I would keep um, Al Horford because you want that two bigs, and then you want a cup uh, Kyrie, and then mm-hmm. perhaps you see if you if you decide, if you think about it that way, you'd probably have a very interesting dynamic because that's that dynamic hasn't been seen in a while, right? And you place that in this small, in the small ball, um, style of the NBA today, it yeah. might disrupt it. It might disrupt the NBA, right? So um, it should be interesting. Um, give them time. Give them a little bit of. I'm I'm expecting them to be in the top five by the end. That's what I'm I say. Saying. Top three. I say top three. Really? Like uh, as much as what I say about what's happening with them right now. Yeah. And I still feel they'll find that identity. Things will click with them because this Celtics team has proven time and again that they're really good. Yeah. Um, and I think they'll figure it out sooner or later. Season's about a quarter done right now. Yeah. But I still yeah. think I still think they're gonna have time to figure it out, work things out. I think it's, it'll be greener. Greener grass is yeah. ahead of them. Yeah. And I, I do feel that. But, you know, again, saying, why not try winning now? You know, why not try and going for that W now, right? Fans would love to see it. Fans want to see that competitiveness. I would like to see it too. Smart man would say, maybe you should wait wait out the Warriors, but the comp- competitor in me saying like, no, we're going for it now, right? So, I don't know. I, I can I can agree to that. Um yeah. Well besides that the Cavs beat the Sixers. So would you say that the Sixers are now or sorry, the Cavs are now championship contenders? <laughs> um I don't know why this is a question. They've been championship contenders since the beginning. Especially <laughs> after they um they shed that dead weight player, um LeBron, LeBron James. James. LeBron um, they James. Did LeBron James, and then they they lost their best player though, J.R. Smith though. Oh, true, true, um, true. Oh true. gosh, J.R. What a what a baby. What a, oh, um, I I would love if he goes to the Lakers. <laughs> LeBron's LeBron's like oh no, no, no. It's okay. What are you doing here? <laughs> oh yo, wait! I thought wait! I thought I left the Cavs when he sees LeBron. It's just that face Jr. makes the one where he's like confused, like. Whoa, I thought I left the Cavs when he sees, like, LeBron James. What are you doing here, LeBron? What the heck? What are you doing back in Cleveland, LeBron? <laughs> and they're not even in Cleveland. He's, like, in a completely <laughs> different LA, team. Really. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah. Imagine, yeah, if, oh, imagine if J.R. Smith went to the Nuggets, and Melo got picked up by the Nuggets. 
Oh, wow. That would be, that'd be a great team. That'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> I love your yeah, sarcasm. But, uh, going about this, Embiid responds with, uh, so the Cavs beat the Sixers. Yeah. Cavs are on a little nice win streak. They beat Rockets too. Uh, Embiid responds with Cavaliers still run the East. Yep. This is Embiid being the biggest troll that he is. Oh, Embiid's yes. a hilarious guy. Hilarious. I, I, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he's really funny. And like the thing is too, he didn't grow up in like North America. He grew up in, in um Africa? in Cameroon, I think. Cameroon, yeah. I think it was Cameroon. He grew up there and he moved here like just before getting into college to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh but like the man's hilarious. Like he like he is like so up to date with his pop culture stuff. He knows how to troll people. It's great. I love it. Uh I laughed I laughed when I saw that Cav still run the East. Because he's just making fun of the situation, just saying, like, yeah. yeah, we lost to a really bad team, but, you know, whatever, whatever. They are the whatever. East Conference yeah. champions. And he immediately thought, like, God, this reminds me. This makes <laughs> me think of this makes you think of James. Uh, CJ. Um, this makes me think about DJ CJ. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, no, it's a little funny thing. I, I don't think to hide my identity. Is that what it's, what's happening here? <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. It's, just it's that, okay. Don't like, worry about it. No, it's because, like, you know, man, when you get, like, ultra ripped, like, people are just going to be wanting you so badly. It's just going to be like, okay, hey, hold kinda, on. To... <laughs> hold on. Don't do this to me, man. <laughs> By the way, ladies, um, Rahul's, or sorry, <clears throat> Charmel is single, so. And oh. I know, I know, I know he's ripped. <laughs> I know he's ripped. Oh gosh, we I have used to, I used service to, CJ right here. I used I used to um, live with the man. I've seen <laughs> his ten pack abs. Yes, not six, <laughs> ten. Six is six is not enough. He wanted to do ten, so. <laughs> yeah, like no, I I was so ripped back in first year. I literally had a ten pack ab that like if if you looked in the right light it basically congealed into one gigantic ab i called it the gig it was amazing the it gig the gig um, oh the keg i said the gig for some reason i heard the gig, the gig? yeah yeah like... and then I, you know it, it was the gig and i would say up to anyone saying hey would you like to take a megabyte out of it oh oh tech humor tech oh, humor tech humor <laughs> Tech humor. <laughs> Let's go into the West now because we all know that the Cavs are definitely running the East. So let's go to the West now. Um, the Lakers are seventh. The Rockets and Spurs are eleventh and twelfth respectively. And the West has been really, really weird. We had a weird week last week, but yeah. just in general, the West has been weird. You look at it. You look at the conference, and I think the fourteenth. No, not fourteenth. Sorry, all the way up to. The 11th place, which is the Rockets. Um, all the way up to the 11th place, they're at the 500s. Meaning they have, um, well, yeah, they have more wins than losses. Or yeah. just about, just about. Yeah, so it's interesting because it with, with um, even though the top teams from previous years are slipping out of the 8th seed, like the Rockets and the Spurs, um, the competitiveness that the West brings... It allows for that to happen. It allows for this weirdness to happen. Like you're, like I'm not even surprised. It's just weird, but I'm not surprised that it's weird this way. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like I said, um, it's weird. And like, here's the thing. Just to really epitomize this, there has been so much shifting. 
um, between these yeah. teams right now. Like yeah. so much absolute shifting. Like here's the thing: when we started this podcast, um, like right now, like this episode right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I actually no, okay, scrap that. That was kind of being. It was just being weird. I think Google's being weird, but whatever. Um, Golden State. Okay, maybe it was weird, but like I saw, it and Golden State was ranked the number one West team. But now um, the Clippers are ranked number one West team. I think it's because the Clippers are playing right now and they have that game in hand, basically. So if they win this game, the Clippers are number one in the East, uh, West, and they, they're on top of the Warriors. But like it has been jumping because you got to remember the Trailblazers at the beginning of last week were number one. Now they're the fifth. Now they're the fifth seed, right? It's an absolute jumble because like, look at this. I'm just going to give you an idea. The difference between um, the first seed and the eighth seed is three games back. Three games back. Isn't that yeah, crazy? That is weird, yeah. yeah. That is crazy. Like I said, um, depending on how teams have certain weeks, you see one team that was like seventh or eighth dr- jump up to third or second or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you saw something like that. It is crazy. Um, and just go back to this really weirdness. Clippers are on top again. The clips have been excellent so far. The clips have been great. Um, and even, the Warriors are—they don't even star players. But anyway, continue. It's just like it's just a, it's like such a team that just works together, and it really makes you think. Just saying, like, because a lot of it, for a while, everyone said Doc Rivers was overrated. If this keeps going on like this, would you say that Doc Rivers isn't overrated? He's actually a good coach that just had like a really dramatic like a like very talented but drama filled players to work with what do you think no no he's not an under he's not an overrated um coach he's a championship coach don't forget <laughs> he won with the Celtics he right. did but like I, I'll be honest with you that was a really good Celtics team yeah but you give like I said you you were you expecting they they were considered the big three but were you really if I'm being honest would you could would you really um consider that like a, a top tier team no, no they're the Celtics oh yeah they were pretty overpowered like you're looking at okay KG prime, Ray Allen um Paul Pierce okay hold on hear me out KG was injured by the way throughout that entire series which actually makes it even more amazing um okay. Paul Pierce Paul Pierce was just in his bag at that point right and then Rondo was just a passing god point god and Ray, Ray Allen, Allen, surprisingly enough, he didn't perf- like he was just shooting threes, but he didn't perform significantly well. He was a role player, but he wasn't a major key player. It was the he, three. It was the three of Rondo, Pierce, and KG. I I say we're, we're at Ray Allen. Sure, he didn't have his numbers he had with Seattle. Yeah. Um, but you have to remember too, when you have a good shooter like Ray Allen, and this is actually kind of epitomized by the Warriors right now. When do you have a great shooter? like Ray Allen on the court, it changes the whole mentality of what you're doing right now because you have to watch out for Ray Allen mm-hmm. on the arc, basically. Mm-hmm. And this brings back to the Warriors where it's just like, you have to watch out for Steph Curry on the arc because he's going to make that three if you leave him open, right? That's Same true. thing with Ray That's Allen. True. Like It's kind of like just changing like how you kind of approach the game, saying like, 
oh gosh, we gotta watch this guy, we gotta do this, stuff like that, because he's an outside threat, right? So I felt like he could contribute in that way. There's more ways to contribute in that way. And you know this obviously, right? Yeah, but I know, like yeah, yeah. it's more it's like more than the stat thing, it's just like having your presence on the court. And I think it's really demonstrated by the Warriors right here who didn't have Steph. Steph's who's just a great shooter, but also a great scorer in general. He knows how to lay it up, knows how to get those dimes, how to get assists, you know, decent defensively. That's the Steph Curry effect, and NFL is kind of like a Ray Allen effect. Steph Curry effect. No, but I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. For sure. Uh, By the way, sorry, quick question. When is Steph Curry coming back? Is he going to be back for that Raptors game this week? Hopefully. That's the idea. That's that's a plan. They want him back um, when the Warriors go on their road trip. But, yeah. Um, Man, I bet the raps were praying. They were just sort of like, oh, oh yeah. gosh, Steph. Oh, yeah. Steph, just come on, please. We can just like we could get over we this hurdle. We, we just beat you, you guys. It'd be so big for us. Just please, please. Yeah. In 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 retrospect with, with the West though, um segueing to the West Brook. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> um That was amazing. That was amazing. I like. All right. I'll go with it. Um, Hashtag thunder up, right? The thunder if healthy for the. Here's my take on it. All right. Hot take. Hot take with CJ. Um, The thunder, (laughs) if they're healthy for the rest of the season and the postseason, they will definitely be a playoff contender. And I'm not talking like they're going to be in the fifth seed and then make it to maybe the East um, semis and then like East semis as in just the East or sorry not East West sorry, West sorry my fault yeah. the Western semis and then just fall off the the radar I'm talking they might actually go for the West championship and make it to the finals given what's happening with the West right now given with all the talent and all the shifting if the West if if Westbrook and the Thunder get really I want to say lucky. If they were at the right place at the right time, um, remember the the Warriors are kind of in a in an emotional slump right now, right? Yeah. Un- until yeah. Curry comes back and figures things out and becomes the leader that he is, um, it's it's kind of a it's in the air for for the Warriors right now. They are they are still the champions, but they are <laughs> right now they are currently not championship caliber. Um, yeah. In my honest opinion, so if if the Thunder can take advantage of that, and um, but then again, this is all so early into the season. But I personally think that if the Thunder were to stay healthy and they keep Westbrook throughout the season, not really throughout the season, I'd say rest him up, kind of like Leonard. Um, but if they stay healthy and they stay consistent for the rest of the season, I think they'd be player contenders, playoff contenders. Sorry. Yeah. Well, like yeah, going what they're saying, like they're definitely a better team this year. Um, mm-hmm. They don't have um, Carmelo Anthony. That's always a plus on your team, not having Carmelo Anthony. Um, I'm sorry, Melo. No, no, you're good. You. You're good. I, I love, I love you, Melo. But um, yeah, yeah. They, they they also play with the confidence knowing that Paul George is here to stay, considering the fact he signed the contract. Uh, Dennis Schroeder's just uh, he's to be honest, he's like a point guard that could be worthwhile starting on certain teams. But he's an excellent bench player right now. He really hel- helped hold the fort when Westbrook was injured. Um, and, but they have that talent, right? Steven mm-hmm. Adams is actually criminally underrated, in my opinion. He's actually having a breakout year right now. Steven Adams has been doing excellent, excellent work um, in the center, scoring, um, 
great defensively as well. Two. I agree. Rebounding, just doing good, just doing some great work. Um, yeah, and all they really need to do is wait for Andre Robertson just to get that defensive um, punch back to them. Yeah, right? I agree, hundred um, percent. You know, but like this team could be. I don't go. If this team keeps going the way it is, I could see them definitely make the West finals perhaps okay i don't think they'll get past whoever else is there for the championship um because i always contend that the warriors are still gonna be fine and i still feel until more evidence comes up this warriors team will definitely be fine as soon as steph curry comes unless crazy happens um but yeah this team could definitely make some thunder in the west if you know what i mean uh we have honey sharmone tonight you know, you know what? I'll be honest. You had the better pun. You had the clearly oh, the better pun. Like so going sweet. to the West Brook, I was like, oh gosh, that was actually really good. Like I, I didn't say anything. I clapped, but I was really stunned about how great that was. Actually, okay. <laughs> we have sure. I, I, we have we have fawning over CJ Sharma. Today. Oh God! No! Oh God! Don't do this. <laughs> People, if you don't know, CJ is uh, blushing right now. Um, but going on from one step. Oh God! Um, oh God! <laughs> he, he he's he, ladies he's sensitive and he's got hey. a 10 pack um <laughs> anyway you're good you're good sensitive no it's good it's good it's good to be in tone with one's emotions um but yeah going about this i see good things about this thunder team paul george he had a very good week without russell westbrook last week mm. he he led them like to some big w's westbrook came back they lost that game and paul george Paul George didn't do that great, but uh, he, he's going to pick things up. They're going to congeal together again. They're going to really work things out. And you know what? This is a team that could be a playoff contender. I, I'm not as high up on them as you are um, because, to be honest, Westbrook's been kind of showing a bit of what I was worried about, showing his physical body kind of breaking down, you know? Fair, like, cause fair. Here's the thing, injuries always pile up. Like, I'm asking this because we both have experiences. You ever twist your ankle really badly? Um uh, CJ, like Every even game. I know, Every or you get an injury too. <laughs> you you get better from it, but you're never quite a hundred percent unless you get like some real rest on it, and you yeah. can't really get that real I rest agree. on it if you're playing such a very intensive NBA season like this, right? Like I, I I'm just worried that it's going to start like tolling on Russell Westbrook, and it, it's just going to tire him out. But we'll see how this like because he's a ball of energy, and let's see how he really gets through us, right? Let's see. Um, but it's going to be – I feel like the West is tougher this year though, right? Because here's the thing. like, And we didn't really talk about this before, but again, you have the Pelicans who are kind of down there. The Rockets are going to be coming right up soon. They've actually been doing okay so far. They really kind of raid the ship and they'll be fine. Spurs, I think they'll be uh, better. Not as good as I thought they'd be considering how they started the season, but they will be better. And uh, Mavericks have been looking very strong too, with Doncic leading them as well too. But uh, it the West got tough. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a grind for the Thunder team. But I think if this talent holds, they are talented enough to kind of make those West Finals. But I'm not as high up on you them. I'm looking more from this perspective, saying this West is very competitive. It's still gonna be a pretty tough challenge. No, I agree, hundred percent. It's gonna it's always gonna be a challenge in the West. It's just a matter yeah. of. Like I said earlier, taking advantage of the situation. But yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Interesting enough, though, the Grizzlies are that team that is taking advantage of the West because they're second place. 
So what are your thoughts on that? Yes. Um, yeah. So we've been, to be honest, we've been really sleepy on these Grizzlies oh, right yeah. now. Um, and, you know, I, I like they were number one in the West for a while, too. Um, they were. Before they lost. They have a two-game losing streak. <sighs> we, we've been sleepy on these Grizzlies um, because they didn't really make any big splashes in the offseason, right? They kept Mike Conley, who came back from injury. Uh, they had Marcus Gasol. They traded away Tyreek Evans. Um and this seemed this seemed like kind of like a rebuilding year. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, I I support this more to just like kind of getting a hot start. They're a really steady team. They're a really good team. But again, the West is so variable right now. The Grizzlies could quite easily drop to eighth and potentially outside the playoffs, like this top eight seeding by mm-hmm. the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And it could definitely happen. You know. And if I'm completely honest, like, yeah, maybe they're not as bad as we thought, but I don't think they're on the same level with what the Clippers have been kind of showing. It's weird because the Clippers have a 12 and 6. The Grizzlies are 12 and 7. But I'm going to ask you this innately. Don't you feel like the Clippers can stay in the playoffs, but the Grizzlies can't? Do you feel that in any way? It's kind of weird, but even though they have the same record, do you feel that way? Do I feel that way? Um, Do you feel like... Because like, I feel like the Clippers, yeah, they can stay in the playoffs, even though they have basically the same record as the Grizzlies. While I feel like the Grizzlies are going to just drop out because I feel like this team was never meant to compete. Same thing with the Clippers too, but I don't know, something about the Clippers, and I really... And honestly, I hate this, but I can't put my finger on it. Maybe it's some sort of weird, weird intuition, but I feel like the Clippers are here to stay in the playoffs while the Grizzlies will eventually kind of drop out as the competition and season goes on. Yes. Um, no, I no, no, I disagree. Grizzlies are going to really? be top top five. Top five, top five, top five. Top five. No, really? Honestly, no, yes. I'm, really? I'm, yes. Conley slept on. Uh, Gasol has slept on. They're consistently good, right? Um, are they getting lucky this season? Are they getting lucky in the, in the beginning of the season? Perhaps. But, you know, if Lady Luck is playing your side, play with it. Play back with it, right? So, I don't see why this is a bad thing for them. If ever, they'll fall back down to fifth, fourth spot, if ever. Because, like I said, with the conference, I, I, the Rockets are going to come up. Trust me. The Rockets are going to be up there. The Kings are going to go down. The Kings are just they're just uh, going through the motions. Trailblazers is... Yeah. Uh, it's, oh no! It's, it's good time. to yeah, see this no, improvement. No. Yeah. And you know what's interesting about the Kings? Can I just give me give me a couple of seconds with the, the Kings? The Kings are the fastest team in the NBA. It's so they insane. They're so fast paced. Yeah. It's when they played fun. when they played the Raptors, I was watching them back and go back and forth. I was like, oh my gosh! Just they're they're fast break after fast break, and it felt like I was watching a tennis game. Like <laughs> in all honesty, the so, real Showtime. The, the real, real Showtime. Yeah. It's, it it was it was it was really interesting. Um, the Lakers. They're gonna stay around. They're gonna stay where they are right now, seventh or sixth. Um, oh, you don't see them going any higher? No, no. Okay. LeBron, okay. LeBron can only go, can only do so much with the Lakers, right? Um, okay. The Spurs, I think they're gonna be eighth this year, and the Rockets are, I think, gonna be in the fifth. So if if at the end where of the, the season, Pelicans? sorry, where are the Pelicans? The Pelicans are gonna be ninth. I think they're gonna be around ninth or tenth. The Mavericks too. 
are gonna be around the same uh, same location. And the bottom seed is gonna be see the Timberwolves are interesting because I feel like they they can go up. It's just a matter of um, if they get if they get really good matchups and really good games this season. Um, so if I were to end the season off, eighty two games, top seed would be Warriors. Second would be um, Clippers, Nuggets, Blazers, Thunder. Um, sleeping rockets. in the Rockets. Six Rockets are sleeping. Sleeping. Okay, on maybe the maybe fix and si- fifth and six, right? Hey, I'm not sleeping in the Rockets. They're eleventh right now. Who who's to say I'm sleeping on them, right? Um, the Lakers are seventh, and the eighth would be uh the Spurs. Between eighth and ninth, maybe the Spurs and Tims if the Timberwolves get their ish together. Um, the Pelicans are gonna be nine ten. Same with the Mavericks, nine ten eleven, something like that. So. Uh, but yeah, like I, I definitely disagree with you. The Grizzlies are an interest because they were top, they were top seed a couple of seasons ago. Uh, um, folks, we have um, we have wacky CJ this oh uh, this gosh. evening. Um, no. I oh gosh, no, I fundamentally disagree with you. Okay, fair. Um, uh, this sample size that we have so far, because I'm I'm a statistician um oh. by nature. Um, oh. yeah, uh, I'm looking at this. <laughs> I I'm I'm all money ball. I'm Moneyball oh, right here, okay. and I'm looking. Look, okay. come on. The difference between the Clippers um, and the Rockets right now is three and a half games. The Rockets are eleven. The Clippers are first. The Rockets are, are going to fix the ship. You have James Harden. You have Chris Paul. Like if some drastic injury happens, and sure, Rockets are going to still finish top three, top four, definitely. Mm-hmm. Clippers are not going to be set. The Clippers will not be second. They had a great start, and I think they're actually. And a good team that we criminally underrated, uh, Shai Gilligas, Alexander, Tobias Harris, Lou Williams are going to be great. Avery Bradley still kind of cooking up too. They're going to be a good F6. I think they'll be there and they could make, they'll be interesting. Nuggets are going to stay there. They kind of showed some cracks. Warriors, obviously. Grizzlies falling out. Trailblazers, I think they're not going to be, they really didn't change that much. They're going to be the same team. Fourth, fifth, sixth, something like that. Nothing special. Thunder, they can make that push for, you know, those top, uh, that top echelon of teams. I, I will agree with you. I think about this. The Lakers, they're not going to be moving up. It, I think it's going to be very tough for them to break that top four now. Um, maybe sixth or seventh. Um, and then after that, you know, I feel like you're also sleeping on the Pelicans. The Pelicans can pick this up and get into that mid-range. I really do feel that. They can be at the Lakers level or maybe above, in my opinion. Um, I want to see that happen because this is the only way Anthony Davis will get his MVP if they've kind of finished in that area. It'd be devastating if they fell out of the playoffs this year. Devastating. But you really are. I felt you really slept on the Rockets. And you know what? The Spurs? The Spurs are a conundrum. They really are. You can't discount the Spurs ever. But this has been... It's been... You know, to be honest, they have been trending down lately. Um, because of all this drama that's going on, the Spurs missed the playoffs this year because of how the competitive nature of this West right now. I wouldn't be very shocked. Interesting. I wouldn't be very, very shocked. I would say I, mean, I feel this twenty be twenty year the twenty year streak. Yeah, I could see it happen. I could see it happen. To be honest, and it does. Ultimately, I say the chances are they maybe squeak into the eight seven seed, but. 
this team is not a contender at the moment. They need to work out some things. LaMarcus Aldridge has had a horrendous week, to be honest, by shooting. Um, DeMar DeRozan has kind of cooled down a bit. He's still a great player, but um, we'll see. And the Timberwolves, again, are weird. Uh, we didn't bring up the Jazz. Um, I think this Jazz team has kind of fallen out of the play. Yeah. I I don't see them going anywhere. Um, That's why I didn't really, mention them. They're just, they're just there. They're just there, and I feel yet. like yeah. Donovan Mitchell's kind of having a bit of a sophomore slump, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I kind of saw it happening, to be honest. Maybe he'll make me eat my words in a few months. I don't know. <laughs> but he's been on a bit of a sophomore slump. You can't deny that. Yeah. And the Jazz, I don't know. They haven't been really offensively. They've had nothing going. Nothing. Absolutely nothing going on. Joe Ingles is one of the best scores, and I love Joe Ingles, but, like, come on. Like, come on. Like, they've, they've had some really bad offensive games great defensively still but i don't see anything really happening this is jet with this jazz team to be honest yeah which was kind of surprising i thought they could keep this going but you know what like we said the west is weird the west is absolutely weird right now we disagree with how things are going to be um i really want i really want to look back at the end of the season and just see how it compares to what we just said today okay yeah yeah, I know. I I think we we have to do that. I think it's a matter of um, letting because this is probably through. like the the this is the biggest thing we've I think we've ever disagreed disagreed on to be honest in this show. Yeah, no, I agree. This is this is the episode where we just fight. This is the this is the um, pound for pound mano e mano between Poster and or yeah Poster Mo and DJ CJ. So civil war. This civil. is civil war right now. <laughs> There's a basketball civil war. I call oh, Iron yeah. Man. It's okay. I'm Spider. Wait, no, we're gonna be the same team if I called Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, you want to be on my team too? No, no I don't want to be, be on your team. No. Wait. Hold on. You no. have to be Captain America. I'm sorry. Oh, I actually don't mind that. Um, I'm training like Captain America. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, you're training with Captain? Oh man. No, I'm oh, training gosh. like. No, I real. Mm. You training? Go. Oh, oh wait, you're wait, you're you're taking the special serum to increase your strength. No, oh. no, no. Hold on. Uh, no. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> No, 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 oh no, my no. gosh! What no. what program did you just buy? No, what, what? <laughs> no in 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 if Damn I it. were, <laughs> no, I didn't buy steroids. Hold on, no. Um, if I were to choose the kind of body type I would want to have, it would be Chris Evans in Avengers or yeah, Avengers three, Avengers Infinity War. Man, he looks every I'll time. Every, no, look at his. With the beard and the and the hair, oh, he looks uh, so good. Avenger, Avengers, Avengers, Infinity War. Okay, Infinity War. Okay. No one, no. Just think of the scene when um, he they were in the train station and then, um, one of the. I just searched. Yeah, I just searched up Chris Evans, Evan shirtless, and that's gonna be my browser history for a while. Oh, okay, oh. relax. <laughs> relax. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we're all progressive here, you know, but chillax, brother. <laughs> no, he's he's pretty. Um, no, he's. Yeah, no, like I I kind of agree with you. Like I never want to be like super shredded. Like you know yeah. what I mean by shredded. Like where yeah. it's just like low body fat. And, like that looks horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't like you see like that, yeah. And you see like people. Um, you know, like people like like professional bodybuilders, like it's crazy. You are seeing like their muscles basically, right? Yeah, you just see their yeah. muscles. There's no fat there, which is there's really no weird. fat. Like I, yeah, aesthetically, yeah. 
that's why that's why they kind of trained to look like that because it looks yeah. good but whatever yeah um, what, what were we talking about uh <laughs> no <laughs> uh, we, were, we were talking about how we've been disagreeing all all, all, yeah. all episode. um okay here here's our final point for the west where do you see the Warriors before the All Star break? Because I'm really, I'm really curious about the Warriors. The Warriors are going to be the team. They're always the team to watch, but they're they're the team this season. They're the team to watch for a completely different reason. Um, I think this is pretty easy because I feel like us discussing this topic, we're gonna feel like both of us feel kind of dumb because they're gonna get Steph Curry back soon. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, there's no like long term lingering lingering issues. But I think this Warriors team is fine. They'll finish. Like you have to remember, before Steph Curry finished, they were looking super strong, like super, super strong. Yeah. Um, but in my opinion, like this, this team's rock solid. They'll, they'll be so? first or second. Yeah. They'll, yeah, definitely. I think you sound like you're gonna say, the, "I'm interested." What were you saying? No, I was gonna say uh, something, something along the lines of they might be second or third. Um, okay. Get because only because I feel like. If I were if I were Steve Kerr, if I were head office, I would probably rest Steph Curry a little bit more. Yeah, because I'd rather have him in his prime, um, in his bag. Sorry, I mean the new terminology nowadays. In his bag, uh, postseason to go for the chip because because and I'm only saying this because I have to look at it from a further down the line perspective. If he goes to championship, if if the Warriors go to championship. They would have to fight, face either the Celtics, or sorry, the the Raptors, the Celtics, or the 76ers, mm-hmm. right? And I'm putting the Celtics there for a very good reason because I really do think they're gonna get their ish together and and they're they're gonna go on a tear uh, in yeah. the East um, playoffs. They're gonna face the Raptors maybe in the East finals, and it might be um, a game seven thing, but they have to face. Either or, e- either one of those teams, uh, Raptors, 76ers, and um, the Celtics. And I think this year is going to be the year where um, the East actually gives insane competition to the to um, the West, and not not putting down not putting down the Cavs when they won a championship against the the uh, Warriors. But at that time, it was just the chips were the everything was falling into place for for the Cavs, right? Um, so, yeah, they don't want to do that again because remember that year Curry was injured, right? So, yeah, that's just my 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 thing. I think if they would play smart with the season, play like Greg Popovich. Yeah, the the Warriors know what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. They know they want to go for that three peat. Um, and they know like we're gonna make it through. We're gonna make it through like these. Five, we're gonna make it through into the playoffs. That's fine. Yeah. We're just gonna be focusing on the playoffs, like making sure our players are good to go in the playoffs, because that's where it counts. To be honest, really, in yeah. the end. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and you know what? Yeah, it's gonna be really tough with this East. Um, here's the thing: I felt like the LeBron James Cavs team were like have been very excellent too to make it out of the East. Of course, the East was a bit weaker back then when LeBron was there. I felt LeBron kind of like left it right when it was about to get like really really super competitive this is a gummy okay this is a future i think this could be a future show topic what if lebron didn't leave cleveland what would be happening right now in the east we should talk about that one day we should that's a good idea we should that's that's an interesting like parallel universe thing i think (laughs) lebron would be like a bit sadder but uh yeah uh, okay this is 
this is a little, little quick question jumping off the Warriors. Who do you think the second best team in the West is? The second best team in the West? Yeah, because I think before we wait, are we talking the, stats? Right? Or are we talking conference wise? Are we talk or like in in the end conference wise? Are we talking about just in general talent and everything else? I'm talking to you right now. I the Warriors are clearly the best team in the West, in my yeah. opinion. Okay, who's the second best team in the West? Um, before the season started, I think we both would say probably the Rockets. Um, what, what do you say? Um, right now. I'm feeling the Nuggets. Right now, you're feeling Nuggets? Okay, yeah. and okay, right now you feel the Nuggets, defend that, and then give me your opinion by kind of end of season-ish. But yeah, the Nuggets, you feel that? Yeah, I think I think they're see when I when I when I see when I look at NBA teams, I I try to look at it not from how many wins and how many losses they have because that's <sighs> I can make the argument for the Raptors. They for the past couple of years, they've been top in this in the east they've been top seed in the east they've won more second best in the east yeah but that's my no but that's my no i'm talking about like uh, the number of wins and number of losses right um you look at you look at them um number wise they're great but you have to realize that they're playing good teams they're playing great teams and then they're playing not so great teams right mm-hmm. you got to remember that the nba they do have the top seed they do have the mid the mid seed mid card and they have the the jobbers, I'd like to say, mm-hmm. right? So, um, the Warriors are talent-wise, proficiency by the playbook, by the book, statistically, the better team, the best team, if not in 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 the NBA, right? Look at the numbers. Yeah. Um, but when it comes, the reason why I argue the Nuggets is because they've been they've been so consistent. They can go in and out of this. Uh, Western Conference and still be a dominant team. The fact that they they um, they can compete with the Warriors, they're competing really well with the Lakers, and they're competing really well with um, the East. The, with the East, the fact that they're putting up good games and good numbers, and they're staying healthy, they have a solid core team. That's why I think they're second best right now in the West. Not not in general in the West. By the end of the season in the West? By the still end of the nuggets? season, I think they'll be third. I still think the Clippers have... I said earlier, right? The third, Nuggets will be third. Because um, Clippers, I think they're... Like I said, they're gonna, they're just going to have really lucky games. Um, <laughs> seriously, like they have Lou Williams. Or, yeah, they have Lou Williams. So, you know, one of the most clutch players in the NBA. Um, if, if they get second, then great. But you know that that's just that's just it. They're they're gonna be in two, three, two and three, maybe even four. They might just stay in the fourth. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna stick to my season predictions. Not hit that panic button. <laughs> Rockets. Rockets. You think so? Okay. Rockets. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Rockets. Fair. Fair. Rockets. Like Nuggets are up there certainly. Uh, higher than I expected preseason, but Rockets. Okay. Rockets oh. for sure. Yeah. No, I, I. But here's an interesting question. If we're looking at the whole NBA, um, part of me wants to say it's Warriors. Um, in terms of best team, it's the Warriors. Um, the top East teams, and then um, the next West team. So the Rockets in this case. I really do feel that way. I really do feel that way because I feel like the East has kind of like this big a lot of talent at the top right now and at the bottom because the Celtics will pick that up eventually but yeah mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, um, Fair enough. No, well, I I can agree, but I'm I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna place my money on the Rockets anytime soon because they're. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess to cap things off, the, at this quarter point of the NBA, some things are as expected, some things are not as expected yeah, right now with how this how the season's turning out. So it'd be very interesting to see if things just right the way and like things are just whatever, or things actually just drastically change and everyone's predictions, I could say safely, have been completely wrong going into this. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's, so yeah. That's the fun part about the NBA, right? So. Um, let's go in beyond the NBA. There's a couple of key points here. We don't need to go deep into it. Barkley finally fixed his golf swing. What's this about? What's this it's about? Just, Please tell me. It's. I was just watching a, an Instagram video, and you know how? Have you seen Barkley with his golf swing? Please tell me um, you've seen him with his with his golf swing. I okay. I have difficulty seeing his swing just because stomach's in the way sometimes. And- just very difficult. Um, I'm sorry. I love you, Chuck. I'm kidding. Why did no, I call Chuck? Um, like my best friend. <laughs> no. I know he plays golf. I know he likes playing golf. Yeah. He he's got like he's he's a he's a rich he's a loaded former athlete. What else is he gonna do with his time? He's gonna right, play golf. Right. Right. No, yeah. no. No. His swing is before before this video came out. Um, his swing was he would come up, and the uh, the the club would come up, and then as he swings in, he would pause. Like literally halfway through the swing, and then like chuck it like it's a hockey like the, like it's a hockey shot, like it it doesn't even look like a full swing. And now with the video coming out, it's a full swing, and I think it's because of the whole Phil Mickelson versus Tiger Woods Tiger thing. Woods thingy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was commentator for that one, so maybe he got two. Uh, he got tips from both of them. They they are two of the best in in the golfing world. So. Uh, yeah. It was it was just interesting to watch. Um, another I'm one. Sure, oh, sorry, sorry I'm sure Shaquille O'Neal kind of roasts them about that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure those two golf a oh, lot yeah. together. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, next one, Curry got into a multi car accident this week, <gasps> and he's fine. He's fine. We saw that. You saw that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, I'm glad he's he fine. should be back in time. Uh, by the time he faces the Warriors, uh, or sorry, the Warriors, sorry, the Raptors. So. Um, I'm excited to see him back in the game. I- I'm glad he's fine. So, um, yeah. What are yeah, your thoughts no. on that one? Um, I'm glad he's good. Like I'm, yeah. as long as there's like nothing involved. Like I, like, I I doubt Steph Curry was like under some sort of influence or something to cause no, his no, accident. No, because no, no, no. no, like it would kind of like really ruin my image of him because he's such yeah. a cool guy. I feel. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm glad he's okay. I- I'm glad tragedy was averted. No one was hurt. Yep, That's yep. great. It was just a really uh, banged up. Porsche, Porsche, yeah, yeah. But he's probably got like a million of those in his oh, garage. Yeah. Oh, doesn't yeah. really matter. But like, oh, in terms, I'm glad everyone's okay. And like, mm-hmm. even if he wasn't an athlete, that's the most important thing. It's about you know who, if you're okay, right? Mm-hmm. If the people are definitely, okay, right? Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm glad to see, and I hope he comes. But part of me hopes he does play the Raptors because it'll be a great matchup to see. And if the Raptors do beat the Warriors, it's even more definite. Like this is our oh, yeah. season. Definitely. Um, but it's also it'd be easier if. Curry wasn't there because it's right. The Raptors would have an easier time. Yeah, no, but so, if, if no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, that's all I have to say about that. That's well, all. But if, like, like as you said, right? If if Curry wasn't there, it'd be easier. But if the, if Curry was there and Raptors beat the Warriors, says a lot. Says a lot about. Says a lot about the Raptors. I wouldn't say it says too much because Curry Curry would probably have like basketball rust. 
right? Shooter's Rust or whatever, because he hasn't played mm. in a while. But you know, yeah. even then, right? Um, next topic or next point, something really, um, just it really sucks. It really sucks because I, I also, I really, I had a really good image on on this guy. Um, I wouldn't say I looked up to him, but he's a really cool dude. But given what's happened, uh, it kind of sucks. There's been allegations of Dwight Howard. Um, and his camp sexually abusing and threatening. Um, interestingly enough, uh, his ex boyfriend. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go into detail. It was just an allegation right now. Nothing. Nothing has been. Um, oh gosh, I almost dropped a pun. It's been an in and out conversation. Uh, oh. Hey. Oh gosh. been an in and out conversation um i'm so sorry no so it was sure. that was terrible no no Yo, no no terrible terrible on my end terrible on my end no no um, man that was good i can't deny it it, it was a good even though like <laughs> it's a good pun whatever keep going yeah um no but in in, in retrospect <laughs> it, it just sucks it just sucks on his on on uh for for him on this one i don't know what where this is gonna go i just hope that um both parties would agree on something and that yeah it doesn't go as far as ruining someone's nba career although i feel like given given what what came up um it's um it's gonna suck for him for a while it's been sucking for him for a while if i'm being honest but it's gonna suck for him even more so um yeah yeah uh, just to go on that point, um, I'll say like these allegations are very like very um, just kind of very surprising. It took like a lot of social media by surprise. Um, a lot of people have been focusing on the aspect that Dwight Howard, um, you know, because is maybe not heterosexual. Uh, I I don't really want to get into this point too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like I really don't because like. I feel like there's so many details. He hasn't even commented on this. Yeah. If there's if it's some interesting turn, maybe we'll bring it up next week. Um, I feel like you're right. Like I really do admire what you brought up. The issue is that his cam has been making supposedly making some threat to this person. And that's horrible. That's really bad. You never should threaten anyone like that. And in terms of that would make Dwight Howard look like a worse person compared to someone that isn't you know being someone that's heterosexual right yeah because like yeah there's not many very non-heterosexual players in the nba there is there there is none there was that player that was drafted by the wizards right i think right there was a player yes yes but no one on the caliber of dwight howard no one does he even does he even does he even uh, command that much of a caliber in this? He in not this anymore. Of, yeah. So, but he's a player. Like yeah. the other person, the Wizards, he didn't get any significant minutes. Yeah, he he I didn't agree. really nothing really came out of it. This is Dwight Howard. He's still a factor in the NBA. He used to be a huge factor. So again, you know, it, it's very interesting at this point. We'll see how details go. Um, when things come to light, sure. But it, it's just a, it's your classic dose of NBA drama. Um, and you know, and people had like a fun time making memes about it. 
um, mm. on Twitter, on your Instagram, stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, I'll admit, like, I chuckled at some. But when I looked more into the situation, I was like, yeah, this could be pretty serious. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yes. Um, and and there, for, for our final point, uh, I want I want CJ to bring this in. They did surgery on a grape. I just learned about this, like, Two hours ago, guys. Yeah. But yeah, it, was, it was a meme. It was just a meme. It just it's I was so I was going meme. through um I was going through Instagram and it just people have been posting on Instagram. They did surgery on a grape, and there was even there was even like a really really bad meme. They did surgery on Dwight Howard's girlfriend. And I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no. Um, the meme goes is that somebody posted a video from Instagram posted it on Facebook and that video got posted on another Instagram who also posted again on Facebook Uh and that video got posted on Reddit which got posted on Imager which got posted and it's just a matter of layers of they did surgery on a grape so it's just it's one of those weird memes that came out of nowhere so yeah yeah (laughs) nothing more nothing less yeah exactly I, I agree with that yeah very the internet's weird the internet's really weird weird. yeah Yeah, whatever whatever Whatever. like there's so many weird memes but yeah Yeah. okay it's time to go to our um nerd section um i think we're pretty good on basketball we'll come back to it in a little bit but Mm -hmm. talk about some nerd stuff mostly movie stuff but also some book stuff today too um so get started with our first topics uh the first topic the lion king trailer came out uh it's not really a trailer it's more of a teaser it's a teaser um, I think it's a minute and a half long um, and somebody did a, a side or yeah a side by side comparison of the original trailer parts of it at least like yeah, from the the, exactly. car, the the animation the animated movie um, versus the CGI version this one they use yeah. real live animals I think I'm not too sure how the, that works out, how they got a lion to talk and how they got um, this other lion to talk and sound like Beyonce. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, um, it should be an interesting movie. I'm excited, but it's more of an excitement of nostalgia, not an excited, yeah. not excited because of CGI and technological advancement. It's just I've seen more than enough CGI movies. It's going to be completely CGI. So, yeah. Um, just a matter of giving it a watch. I am, uh, I've I've always had Lion King in my heart, so you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pride rock. Um, yeah, no, I I agree with you on too, because like mm-hmm. the Jungle Book movie, I kind of surprisingly liked a bit more because I felt they kind of they were much more flexible with the Jungle Book. Like you kind of do whatever you kind of want right, with right. the Jungle Book right. to create right. your plot, and end up being kind of like a fun movie. And in my this Lion King movie. Still very fresh in like the popu- like population's mind. Um, you really can't change the plot that much. All you no, really you can do is the exact same thing with uh, Beauty and the Beast. Exact same situation. But instead of this, you have CGI lions. They look great. They look absolutely great, these lions. But here's the thing. It is a bit of a negative because when I was watching this trailer... I was watching the shots. I'm like, oh, this is the shot. That was that shot in the animated movie. That's that shot in the animated movie. And I'm like, is this going to be the whole movie? Is this going to be it? Like, I'm sure they're going to add more stuff. By Okay, they're definitely going to add... You know, when... Um, the one thing that kind of irked me about The Lion King was like when he... Um, 
Simba goes to Timon and Pumbaa, right? Yeah. And they just basically do like a little quick, little quick montage after Hakuna Matata, and he just basically becomes adult Simba. I always thought like, oh, that's so quick. I wish there was like more on this, but I'm, I understand it's an animated movie. With this movie, they could probably spend a little bit more time on this stuff like that, but whatever. Um, but like, yeah, it feels weird. I know I'm gonna watch this movie, and I know, I know this movie's gonna be good because it's gonna be made by very sensible people who are going to make a little nice, you know, animated movie. It's not going to be, like, groundbreaking, but it's going to be good. People mm-hmm. are going to enjoy it. People are going to buy their tickets and say, like, I had a nice time watching this movie. And that's great. It's not super high art. It's not really cutting the edge. It's a great, good, safe, really safe bet that's going to be sure to pay off, basically. Mm-hmm. It's it's smart. It's, it's like, hey... This is not going to really backfire on us. I don't see how it can backfire us because no, Aladdin's going to be made. No, sure. Aladdin's going to make a bunch of money, and this movie's going to make a bunch of monies too. But because yeah. uh, it's such a you know, everyone likes the Lion King. But uh, again, I don't like it. I would love to see more original stuff. But as much of a hypocrite as I sound, I want to watch it because I like the Lion King, and I want to see. I want to see this version. I'll be like, mm-hmm. cool. It'd be nice to see this revisiting your childhood too, and. I guess that's that's what you're getting out of it, right? Just a little nostalgia trip. Just watch it and go from there. Right? I want I want you guys to remember uh, as what Ra- as what Posher Moan said, you can't really change the film a lot other than just adding the CGI stuff and then maybe yeah, um, camera for camera. But do not forget that in the original movie they had a sex scene. I wouldn't say it was a complete sex scene, but there was a part when um, Simba and Nala. We're looking at each other, and they were like, "Yo, bounce!" I think they should change the song. That's just is my thing. I think they should just change the song instead of having. Wait, wait, can you feel the love tonight? Yeah, that scene. Yeah, oh yeah, that was definitely that's a sexy. El- that's an Elton John classic. No, hold on, no, no, hold on. I, I, I think, I think, I think. No, no, tonight. Tonight. We're doing this. We're doing no, no. You um, want to hear Beyonce's version of that? Okay. No, I, I would. No, no. Hold on. Hear me out. You know Daniel Caesar. Sorry. You know Daniel Caesar. No. What? Through no. drought and famine, natural disaster. You don't know that song? Get you or even best part. Ah. Oh. oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are introducing. Daniel Caesar to post your moan tonight. Give it a listen, man. You're missing out. Okay, Daniel yeah. Caesar. I will listen. Yeah. Wait. What, what? What has he done? What has he done? Um. Best part and get you. Those are the two songs that come to my head when, um, come to mind. Sorry. When when. Okay. I, I'll when, look them up later. Yeah. Oh, um. Gosh. But yeah, I think they should have Daniel Caesar and Beyonce sing. Can you feel the love tonight? Because I, I think with his voice and like I said, give him a listen. I think it all it'll work out. So, um, but yeah, uh, should be an interesting movie. I'm excited to watch it. Um, give me a review. A lot of talent. Def- a lot of talent. Oh yeah, oh yeah, a lot of talent. Lot of, um, it'll be childish, it'll be interesting to see Donald Glover sing as Glover. Yeah. Simba. Yeah, he's Simba. Yeah, uh, Donald Gambino. He's gonna be there. Donald Kim. This is America. Just imagine that, but with lions. Oh gosh. 
This is <laughs> this, this is, is America. Screw this, this, this is America. <laughs> Just with lions. Joel Embiid will make like an appearance because he's Joel Embiid. If you like there, that's true. <laughs> Be- come on, Beyonce. Come on, Beyonce will sing. Can oh, yeah. you feel the love tonight? Beyonce has to sing a song because oh, he's yeah. Beyonce. Oh yeah, Beyonce. Be. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Why not? Why not? Yeah, like it. who else? Who 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 are you gonna get singing a song? John Oliver will sing a song. He plays Zazu. What do you think about that? Because here's the thing. I feel like it's so perfect. I gotta be honest. It's so John perfect. Oliver. Yeah. No, I, I like it. He works. I'm like great. But I'm just thinking to myself like, but Rowan Atkinson, the guy that did Zazu before, mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. like such a like he was a really iconic voice and he really yeah. did well with Zazu. Like he was like yeah, everyone knows Zazu's. Now it's John Oliver, but I'm thinking Rowan Atkinson still work. You didn't bring him back. Like, what was they brought back James Earl Jones mm-hmm. because you need to bring back James Earl Jones. What was the mentality saying like you can't, you don't bring back? And here's the thing too, they didn't bring back um, Jeremy Irons for Scar, and Scar had like a really iconic voice. Right? Yeah. Now they brought um I I. I'm terrible. Um, I, he's a very good actor, but I always forget his name. Um, um, voice of Scar, new <sighs> voice of Car. Uh, so yeah, it was Jeremy Irons before, and he's still working. Jeremy Irons, um, Matthew Broderick. I understand why they didn't bring back. Uh, it's Chiwetel Ejiofor. Uh, I, I know I butchered that name, mm-hmm. but uh, he's a very good actor. He's been in a lot of quality stuff. He was in um, he was in Doctor Strange for one, but he's also done a bit more like you know, kind of like meteor roles as well too. Stuff like um, just go over this quickly because I've seen this guy in a lot of stuff. Come on, filmography, where are you? Uh, this is embarrassing. He was he was this is embarrassing. What else was he? In? Well, perhaps they're just trying to get a um, thing. Yeah, he was a 12 year slave he was a 12 years a slave he's Ooh. a great actor yeah and I guess like yeah it's it's great. just new cast right that's yeah. you know change things I guess that's what they like you know like a more A-list cast because like not, not just that honest, anime- not just that they're all black so or a majority of them are yes. African American or African yes and that's the point too because this does play place in like you know Africa yeah you know it, it does make sense it, yeah. it does make sense it does make sense. I, I understand that. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That's great. And I was looking to cast them like, these are good people that can sing. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to sing this, right? Yeah. You, you, Donald Glover going to be able to sing. Tonight. I can't wait. I'm excited for that. It's going to be Donald hear, Glover I and Red, I, I want to hear Redbone, Lion King. Oh, God. Um, um, yeah, Beyonce, obviously. Uh, um I don't know. Like, I'll watch it. I I, I want to watch it, but I I'm not in love with the idea of mm-hmm. doing it. No, which is fine. I think it's just a matter of giving it a watch and you know, it's a hit or miss, which is fine. Yeah, it, but this movie won't miss. Like, I don't see any. No, it's a, what I mean. What I mean is a hit or up. miss. Hit or miss for you. Hit or yeah. it won't miss for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, like if this movie was like kind of like nearly frame by frame identical to the original line. 
no one's going to hate it. So oh, yeah. people will yeah. still like it, right? They yeah. still will. They're going to add to it. They're not going to break the bank. They'll change things up. They'll add some scenes, you know, but nothing that's going to be really drastic, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good, solid movie. Um, and this is going to contrast with what I thought in the f- next movie, which was an original product that just did not work at all, in my opinion. Um, you have nothing more to say about Lion King. No, no, nothing else. Okay. Okay, nothing more. Uh, so I watched the new Fantastic Beast, um, Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, movie starting with Johnny Depp as well, too. Johnny Depp's had a lot of allegations going against him, too. It's, again, very interesting. To be honest, Johnny Depp was kind of... He wasn't the highlight, but he did a good performance in his role as the villain Grindelwald. So this movie just came out. I'm not going to give spoilers at all. I don't want to be that type of person. But it's a hot mess it really is a hot mess of movie it Uh, is it is like even if you look at critics reviews like me watching the movie it didn't feel like i was watching a proper movie right you know like how a movie has like themes has like a beginning you know you kind of get invested in the characters things like that too but this movie was very spread thin i felt like i was watching like a TV show where it's just trying to update you on the plot lines of all these various characters. It didn't really feel like there was actually any, any plot progression, you know, it didn't feel like it was building up to anything. It was just like all these events happening in sequence. And oftentimes like these events happen in sequence without like any, anything without any real meaning to them basically. Right. Like there was no narrative thrust to it. Right. And like, maybe like i'll compare this like to like you know like like the last jedi which people have critiqued a lot but at least with that movie there was like a definite narrative thrust with that movie where you felt like there was like a narrative plot happening they had themes Mm -hmm. they had characters they had an idea where they were going this movie really felt like and i was very shocked very very shocked i thought this would be a second movie in a trilogy because I, I watch this and I'm like, okay, they're ready for the trilogy. This right, next right. movie's the last one, great. They're making five of these. And you what? know what? They're making five of these movies. They are. And I'll be completely honest, I I don't know what they're going to do. Because like, the way this movie ends, I, I don't know how they're going to go. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not very excited. I'm like, why wouldn't I need to watch three more movies about this? It's going to make a bunch of money, so they're going to make these movies. Yeah. But just wow. Just like wow. I – it was a hot – it was like – it was a hot mess of just filler. Some very interesting visuals. Um, But it really – because like, you know what? I Did you watch the first one? No, I haven't seen it. Although I really do want to watch it Um, for the reason that um, I actually kind of read through – half of the first book of Fantastic Beast the script the manuscript I guess wait wait what happened what the man didn't the Fantastic Beast and where to find them right a book yeah. came out for it right yes I read about maybe 25% in like maybe 30 pages yeah and you just did not like it not that I didn't like it it was just I didn't have the time for it. I don't even have a copy of it anymore. I, my friend of mine lent it to me. And... No, and, like, that's fine. Like, the yeah. uh, the actual Fantastic Beast book is actually just kind of, like... I didn't even read the book. It was a thing. It was this, the... Man, the it, was a, it looked like a script to me. 
Wait, you got? How did you get the script? Wait, what? Not the script. It looked like a playbook. Like oh. a play with with. I don't know. Like it looked like a. Anyway, that's besides my point. My point is. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, but because uh, this will lead me to my next point. Did you watch the Harry Potter? No. Any real reason? Uh, wait. Are we supposed to talk about how I hate the Harry Potter series? <laughs> Wait, yeah, because we were talking about this before. Do you actually hate the Harry Potter? No, no, no. no. I have an interesting relationship with the Harry Potter series. Um, my parents got me the third book. Okay. <laughs> Prisoners of ba- Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Yes. yes. The third book. They got me the third book for my seventh or eighth birthday, something around okay. those lines, and I read through maybe sixty percent of it without an idea of who these characters are. Like, I didn't know who the heck Harry Potter is. I didn't know who... Oh, because Ron... you didn't read the first and second. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. It's one of those... Like, you know how when you play video... There are some video games that have a barrier of it. And we, we actually studied this in game design. Um, if you make a video game that gives you a big barrier of entry, one of them being you need to play the other two, other three games, mm-hmm. it kind of is a big... It's a big barrier of entry. Same with the books, right? Um but that's normal for for books. It's normal for for movie series like Star Wars, right? You need to watch the entire freaking saga for you to even understand what's happening, right? So yeah. actually not anymore. Um yeah, it not helps, anymore. Actually it helps, but it it's no longer um especially with the last Jedi how they kind of like went from zero again. It, it's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. So yeah. same with Harry Potter. I just never got into it. Um, so I understand that for the books, but you never attempted to watch the movies because like they were very popular when we were younger, right? And that's how yeah. I kind of got. It's like I, because like I'll be honest, it's like the first two movies, first three, they're like you know they're very like very fun kid movies. Like yeah. they're like good yeah. movies for kids in my opinion. Yeah, that'd be like they're very long. The first two are actually very extremely long. The second movie was like two hours and 55 minutes, which oh is kind of crazy for a yeah. kid's movie. But, you know, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, I liked it. Um, it was really, it was like a nice, fun world. It was like the great, it was good production. Like, it was a really good kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, as the series continued, it kind of matured with you, going into more kind of like adult theme, sort of. Um, but, like, mature, mature. Thing. I, I, I'm a fan of the books. I read them all. Uh, I like the, I like the Harry Potter series. And let me be honest, you can watch the first Fantastic Beast, CJ, yeah. um, without reading anything, to be honest. Okay. So you know why? Because, like, I, frankly, I kind of, I enjoyed it, the first one. The first one was actually a very, if you didn't look at the scope of Harry Potter, it turned out to be a very nice little, little fantasy movie. What, you know what? I felt surprisingly stronger than I expected characters, in my opinion. Like, I kind of I kind of like the characters in the first one. And this is what I don't like about this new one. All the returning characters from the first movies, they don't really kind of evolve or change. Like, a majority of them, they don't. They're just kind of there. And they mm-hmm. barely have any screen time. It's very disappointing. Like what what because like it's weird because like the first movie i didn't remember it as much i knew i liked it but then i watched this one i was thinking back to myself i'm like wait a second and it just started coming back to me I'm like maybe it's a bit of nostalgia glasses but maybe. like i still maybe. said like the first movie or, or maybe it's just me making comparison but then i'm like the first movie had that really great scene where they had this happen and then they had this great scene where this happened 
and, you know, like little character moments. It had it, the first movie had heart. All right, that's the difference. The first movie kind of had a heart to it, and this one it didn't really have that to me. It felt very hackneyed, very very rushed, very confusing, very confusing at points, very quick, just a mess, just filler. And I don't know where the series is going because they have three more movies to do and I, I I really don't have a clue I don't have a clue what's going to be going on with the series I was I was not very impressed there's some cool visuals Johnny Depp turned out a good performance I guess uh, Eddie Redmayne was fine he was good he played his character um, but a lot of the returning characters a lot of the writing choices much sense watch it if you're a Harry Potter fan but don't have your expectations too high you know you'll be back in that wizarding world you're missing the heart that was with those movies before and i think that's why people like these movies because there's such a heart to them with their characters and this movie was lacking that which is which is very sad it was probably the first harry potter movie that was just just bad which is a shame which is a shame so yeah definitely if you're not a big fan i think you could miss this movie and not really mind if you're a big fan i'm sure you're gonna be watching this movie already but no i was not impressed okay fair enough um. Yeah. Hmm. What's our next topic? Oh, Fire and Blood thoughts. Yes. Okay. I'll be very quick on this. So I'm Do reading it. Fire and Blood right now. Very nice um, surprise gift from my sister. It was like, oh, this is nice. And I've been reading through it, and it's been a nice read. Remember last week how I said I missed reading? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, yeah. and like, I want to get back into reading. And then she gets me this, and I put this down. And the way Fire and Blood is structured, it's not like it's interesting. It's not like a narrative story. It's basically um, like it's a kind of like um, it's a companion book. It's a kind of like this little it's like information guide. So basically, the author George R. R. Martin is writing as the perspective as a scholar in this world, and basically, the scholar is writing about this certain Targaryen family within the game of thrones universe and he's kind of writing it very like very clinically like very scholarly it's it's not like a narrative writing style but i still had fun i'm still having fun with it and i'm reading through it and i'm like this is interesting because like i'm imagining all this happen and it, it felt like reading historical fiction even though it's a non-fictional world mm-hmm. you know what i mean because like mean. i i like the aspect because like when you read these historical fiction it, it's kind of and it's really cleverly done too because when you think about history mm-hmm, right i agree yeah you you don't know a hundred percent on certain things like pre- people's motivations things like that too and i felt it was interesting to read this because like sometimes like kind of like in the book you say like oh well there are several theories about this stuff maybe you reacted like this maybe this happened stuff like that too and it felt like i was reading some interesting historical fiction with dragons right and you know it's it's good because i'm a big game of thrones fan so it's a nice reprieve from waiting for the next book, which doesn't seem to be coming out soon enough, but I'll get to that soon. It is a very enjoyable read. And I'm glad to see that George R. R. Martin can still write with that creativity, um, even though there's not much real heart to it. It's more of a clinical, historical book, sort of. But it's it's still such a creative book that I really enjoy it um, so far. And I think I'll enjoy it till the end. Um, recommend if you're a big Game of Thrones fan to read. If you're not a fan, read the original books, then go into this. Because you do not pick up this book and start reading because you would not have a good time. Um, but yeah, going on that, um, George R. R. Martin, what do you know about his writing situation? What, what, what's your experience with Game of Thrones, to be honest? It was very, 
straightforward to me. I only I only added I I only I only read it um because of both I wanted to watch the TV show and I hate watching TV shows that have books uh yeah. complimenting them because um it forces me like as a reader I want to read the books first. Like the same with movies. The same maybe that's why I didn't watch Harry Potter because I want to read the books first before Fair watching enough. the se- the movies. So um his books are very because I, I play enough video games for me to understand the whole spectrum of this is the this is A and B and these are their names and blah 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 blah. So like reading it was very easy for me, right? Mm-hmm. I read through it. Um, I think the full set except for the last one. Um, I haven't read that yet. My um, my friend uh, oh, has a copy. Oh, for, uh, the Game of Thrones book. You haven't read yeah, yeah. Um, Winds of Winter. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, so. Oh. Um, yeah, I've decided I'm gonna take a little break from it. It's not not like it's in my cards right now, but like I said, it's a really he's a very easy read. If you have an experience, if you have experience of reading those kinds of books, fantasy, if not, it's yeah. kind of, yeah fantasy and RPG esque types of books. Yeah, if yeah. not, it might be a um, a harder thing to read, but it's it's really fun. It's a really good pickup. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you on that point because, like, just talking generally, the show's very, very popular with people. Mm. Uh, but I, it's uh, there's obviously a drop off of people like some of my friends. They just like couldn't get through the books because it's like, you know, it's it's very dense running style. It's not as straightforward as a show, which is just a really in- entertaining piece of television. I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah I, I just like the world a lot. Like, uh, actually, this first year I watched the whole series. Um, and then I basically, uh, during one of the time I should be studying, I basically read all the books too. Because, mm. like, I was really interested in the world and I just kept reading. And it was a great time of uh, just reading in general. I'm, and, I'm, and, and, you know, it's nice. It's nice to get back into it. Nice to get back into this reading. Maybe I'll reread the old series myself just because, like, now I'm back in that world, you know, I got some fresh content. Mm. But yeah, apparently, so George R. R. Martin's actually locked himself in a cabin, sort of, <laughs> to finish. He literally, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm 100 legit here. To basically, he's locking himself in a cabin, kind of secluding himself, so he can finish this book and get over it. Um, but here's the thing: he finishes this book, and then he has another book to finish the series. But it's but here's the thing: this man's busy, and he's yeah. like 66. He's he's getting up there in age. Um, he's gonna finish this next book eventually. I don't know when. I have no idea. Sooner than later, hopefully. And then he's going to write a sequel to this Fire and Blood book because, you know, a lot of ideas. He loves this world as well. And I'm glad to see that. But he's going to write that. And then on the way, he's working on several TV shows. He's going to be proving and writing a few scripts for other TV shows as well, too. And then he's going to start probably getting into the last book. And I don't know when he's going to finish. And as a reader, it disheartens me. But as a person, you know what? I'm glad he's like living his life. I hope he's enjoying doing. I understand how much pressure. But as a reader, I just want to see these books. Because I'm really into these characters. And I want to see it done right. And you know what? Like It's going to be a patient waiting game. But we'll see how it goes, right? Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just my thought on it. Uh, if you're a big Game of Thrones fan, please pick up Fire and Blood. You'll enjoy it. You yeah. will enjoy it, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's my, yeah. That's my thoughts on it. Fair, fair. Um, let's go on to a new segment. Yes. I wouldn't say it's this new segment. I just, I felt really scholarly this week, probably because of all the papers and, these, and the thesis, whatever I'm doing for the past couple of weeks. 
mm-hmm. I thought we would write a little essay. Um, we don't have to go back and forth with it. I think it's just a matter of give the essay and then little thoughts and then sprinkle in you sprinkle in your thoughts on my essay I sprinkle in your thought uh, my thoughts on your essay and we can move on from there sounds good okay all right so my mine mine would be um <clears throat> the Jimmy Butler effect um, it's been reported by a reputable source this past week that Markel Fultz went and saw a shoulder specialist Um his camp also, after that rumor came out, um, his camp has expressed interest in leaving the 76ers. And as of late, the 76ers, in, in, in response, have expressed that Fultz is no longer uh, in their long-term plans. But that's besides everything else. It's one of, these are one of the results of what I like to call the Jimmy Butler effect similar to LeBron James moving team to team and making a huge impact I think Butler commands that kind of play he's that kind of player he he commands a lot of um, tenacity a lot of uh, grit from a team um, going from the Bulls to the Timber Bulls to now the Philadelphia 70 Bullsers (laughs) Uh, no, but to the 76ers, right? Um, and like I said, as of recording, he just won uh, a game against the Nets. Um, mm-hmm. Not the greatest team, but, you know, a game winner is a game winner. Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting because you look at the Timberwolves, who are, I think, 13th. Or, ele- or no, sorry, thirteenth. Yeah, they are thirteenth in in the West. Yeah. They haven't been doing the best ever since the le- ever since he left, but they have been counting on their uh, role players. Look at the last game with Cat and Wiggins. They uh, combined thirty five points. Um, <laughs> with how Kat- many points did Wiggins score? Zero, man. But he had one assist and one rebound. Really consistent player there, um, and Cat had thirty five. The joke, the joke there, you know, you know, it's it's it's, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard time for the Wolves. It's the same for the 76ers. They're third place right now in the East, but like I said earlier, or sorry, like I said with with uh, Post Ramon before the episode, um, when it comes to trades, the team that got the biggest, there's always gonna be a winning side to a trade. Mm-hmm. There's never gonna be an equal trade. You're not, like a trade between Kobe. If you were to had two teams and you traded Kobe for LeBron, that's not an equal trade. That'll never be an equal trade. LeBron would be a more physical player, and the team that he would go to would be a very physically, uh, physically te- physically um, uh, powerhouse team versus Kobe, which is very much you know isolation ball. Give him the ball and yeah. let him shoot, right? In that respect, you have Butler who went to um, the 76ers and have a very sol- solid core. Um, watch out, Ben Simmons, because this man does sleep with other players' girlfriends. Um, Kendall Jenner, you're <laughs> Kendall next. Jenner, oh yeah. Um, oh, no, but man. you know, give 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 where credit give credit where credit is due. Jimmy Butler is a great player, and um, they need to put him in in. That uh, I guess the process of the 76ers in in regard to the Wolves, they're now counting more on Rose. They're counting more on Cat. They're hopefully counting on Wiggins, and they're they're really relying on more of their young team to kind of feel through. And I think they're not going to be in the 
playoff contender um, bracket anytime soon, mm-hmm. or at least not this season. Uh, I think next season would be there would be a good season for them to go into that, but it'll be a while, and it's gonna suck for the Timberwolves because I feel like they're they're kind of turning into the New Orleans uh, mm. teams. Remember, New Orleans had Chris Paul. Uh, remember, mm-hmm. New Orleans had Boogie Cousins. Remember mm-hmm. that New Orleans still have AD and are now in the process of potentially trading him. Mm-hmm. So you you add you you compare that to the Wolves who um, have a very solid core, very young core. Um, they just traded Butler. Um, if their cards play well, they might actually get into um, playoffs. The playoffs this year, if they play well. Um, but like yeah. I said, the West is so competitive, so it's a hard sell. Um, otherwise, you know, they might go the route of the New Orleans uh, teams where they would just give away their star players and let them go. Or not give away, but they would lose out on them because... Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah, that's it. Thoughts? Um, I'll keep it, like, short. Like, yeah, yeah. that's Jimmy Butler effect, right? He's a... Mm-hmm. He's established star, right? You know, he's got experience. He's definitely got shown that leadership, sort of, be it yeah. good or bad. Um, yeah. And he's going to bring that to uh, Philadelphia. And Philadelphia, by getting him, made a statement that we're here to win right now because mm-hmm. we made this trade. So, yeah, I think yeah, I see what you mean with that Jimmy Butler effect. We were kind of, I felt like we were higher on Minnesota coming out of the trade. Like they actually had some nice wins after fair, it. Fair, fair. Um, but they kind of did cool off. I feel with Derrick Rose, they they still can. It's going to be very tough in this West now that we really kind of look at it. But we'll see how the season progresses, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, maybe they'll congeal to be, their, their, the sum of their parts will be greater than what they are, right? So we'll yeah, see how that yeah. works. You're right, you're right, um, absolutely. Yeah, so no, it's a very interesting little essay we have here. I, I, I'll go for mine then, uh, if that's okay, unless you no. have something else no, to no. say. No, that's it, okay. do it, do your thing, man, do your thing. Okay, so uh, I'm going to keep mine. It's pretty brief, uh, very theatrical, I will say. <sighs> to go big or to go bust? That's the question. I'm holding um, a skull right now. <laughs> this is very Shakespeare. Whose skull? Um. Moving on. Uh, I wish I had something clever to say there. Um, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony's career. I like it. I like it. I read it. I like it. I like it. Good joke of the day. Joke of the day. <laughs> okay. Um, so going back. To go big or to go bust? Win it all for a high cost or stay steady? This is really the questions defining teams right now. The conundrum. The Raps have a chance to pick up players from the Wizards, like Bradley Beal, and so do other teams. The Pelicans are interested in Beal as well, too. The Celtics have a chance to get Davis, on the other hand, also. But is it worth it in a world with the Warriors? A team that is so dominant, a team that is so good to go and try your hardest to win now. Being at that point where you're a good team, but you want to go over the edge. I want to clarify, this is not a team at the very bottom. 
This is not like the Suns trading for something else like Jimmy Butler. This is a team right on the cusp that wants to go to be that competitor. And with that question in mind, I say yes. This league is a business. I believe that. You want to be smart. You want to make money. You want to save money. But the fans want to win. They want to be supporting a team that is winning. And it's a team's job to give them wins. Or else you're going to lose your fans and you're going to lose your revenue. So what if you trade young in your future to win now? A team's goal is always trying to get to the be it tank for a few years so you can get assets or trade that farm system, those prospects, those potential draft picks you have to try to win it all, to get that extra special superstar that'll push your team up ahead, no matter what team you have to play in the end. The Warriors, most likely. But now's your chance, I would say. All these teams right now, take your shot. Boston. If you could get Anthony Davis and you have to trade a pick that could be potentially Zion Williamson, do it now. Because Anthony Davis is good now. Zion could be the next big thing in a few years. But that's in a few years. Right now, you have Kyrie Irving. You're stuttering. You need a big impact player, maybe. You go with Anthony Davis. You go all out and you try to win. Your fans are going to love you for it. And maybe it's not the smartest thing to do in terms of your win-loss ratio in the future. But it's going to be a ride. And that's what we're all here for. These fans live for the high. And in the end, you go big. Or else, you become a bust. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Poster Mode. Was that a clap, or did you drop something? No, that was a clap. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank no, you. but, wow. that See, okay, let me give you a bit of a perspective here, ladies and gentlemen. I gave, them, I gave him this idea very last minute, and he was able to turn it from an essay to poetry. <laughs> Just well done. I, oh, just a couple of things, because I did talk about this with my friends, is it worth it? No. Because you're going to be trading, what, three of your... I'd rather have three consistent players who have um, roles and play their role versus having mm-hmm. one player who might be a big impact in the team. If it was a one-on-one trade, like DeRozan to, to um, uh, Kawhi, yeah. if we traded, I don't know, CJ Miles for Beal... But for Bradley Beal, it won't be that. It yeah, won't no, be that. it won't be that. So I wouldn't. I honestly, I don't even want Bradley Beal on my team. There's too much. <laughs> no, seriously, there's too much heat between Wizards and the Raps. If if we were to pick him up, it'd be a weird um, chemistry ship for the team, right? If it's and, not broke, why fix it, right? Exactly, exactly. And I'm happy with the Raptors right now. We're 17 and four. We're top of the East. We're definitely the ones touted for an NBA Finals run with the Warriors so mm-hmm. I mean why go why go bust or why take the risk of getting Beal 
uh, in hopes that you might get a short term. I'm thinking long term here. I'm thinking if we can win a championship this year, mm. Leonard could stay. You know, and we could go for a two P. We can go for a back to back if we win a championship this year. I mean, I don't see why not. It, I mean, it's about it's about damn time the Raptors win a championship. You know, so yeah, that's just my sure. opinion. But I agree. Sure. That's I I or rather I I enjoyed your 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 essay. That was well done, friend. Sure. Um, but I'll go back to this. if the Raptors ever get to that point of stuttering where they kind of slow down, kind of mm. what the Celtics are doing right now. <laughs> Make that trade. Go all in or go think so. broke. Okay. Go all in or go broke. Like I said, Raptors are doing fine right now. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm not yeah. saying that the Warriors do some crazy trades. They're fine right now. There's not much else they can do. Um, but the Celtics, Anthony Davis is going to look really nice. Hey, Raptors, we got Kawhi Leonard. Well, Philly, well, uh, we got uh, Jimmy Buckets. Then the Celtics some. We got Anthony Davis. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, those are the essays of our week. Uh, in terms and the of... the essays. Ah, that was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, so, Okay. Uh, so just a quick uh, note to our viewers, CJ, uh, how do you see these essays um, in the future? Are they replacing three-point play or are they going to be a nice occasional thing? That Nice occasional thing. I think it's just, uh, you know, I, I felt like a change of pace. Something okay. different. I was. I felt very. Like I said, I felt very scholarly this week. If we can do it. Maybe the next time we'll have it. We'll probably around the All Star break. Something like that. Something right. like that. But I and like I'm, this. This was yeah. this was a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Now, on to our players of the week. Let's just start off with you, Hoshermon. Go okay. ahead. Okay. I'll start off with me. Mine is going to be very. I want to make the definition of. This is. <sighs> This is Rahul's player of the week. This is my personal kind of favorite player of the week. If it was an objective player of the week, I probably will go with what CJ is saying. But part of me is going, I, and I'm, this is my player of the week, Luka Doncic. Um, Doncic has by far the best rookie, in my opinion. Very consistent. Trey Young has started showing some spottiness, I'm not going to lie. But Doncic has been very efficient. He's He's close to 20 points a game. Five and five, very efficient. Like I said, he's kind of showing LeBron James upside in stat wise. He's a very talented player, and you know what? He's actually making a real difference to this team. Because I'm looking at this Mavs team, they're much better record wise. They're at 500. They weren't at 500 last year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know what? DeAndre Jordan contributed, sure, but this is a big part because of Luka Doncic. He's putting up great individual stats, but I feel like he's making this team better, and he can be such a great and huge player for this uh, franchise going forward. And you know what? I feel like this is just a situation where he's just making the Mavs wanted this player. They went out, got this player, um, and sent Trey Young to the cat uh, to the Hawks, and the Hawks wanted Trey Young. And you know what? I think both teams are very happy with what they are right now the Mavs still want to compete Mark Jackson sorry Mark Cuban wants to keep competing and he wants to keep you know being better in the way while the Hawks are saying we're going to tank for a year maybe pick up some uh, Zion Williamson maybe we pick up RJ Barrett we get some a nice rookie and we like built from here to become a super team 
Mavs are doing something different. And uh, Luka Doncic has been just excellent. He's been such a great player. Nothing performances that don't pop, but to see this level of, of upside and so much talent in the NBA from such a young player is great to see. And uh, he's probably my player of the week. Uh, yeah, CJ. Um, I really like Luka Doncic. I really do. Um, I'll go with. I'm gonna say Kemba Walker, but. Just add to Luka Don Don Doncic Don what bleh. <laughs> um, yeah, he's really nice. He's just he's just a great. I feel like if you put him in any team, he's just a great addition. That's how yeah. versatile of a player he is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, for me, Kemba Walker. Why? Yeah. Because why the f- not? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he's so stuck. Like I was gonna say earlier, Mike Conley. Well, Mike Conley's been slept on for years. That yeah. I feel like he would be kind of the player of the, I don't know, like the the low key player of the year or something like that. But I wouldn't I wouldn't put him in the MVP race. It's just he's just so consistent. And recently <laughs> he's just been in my in my perspective recently because of how the Grizzlies are uh, on top of the West. Um, yeah. Kemba Walker. People have been have been counting this guy out for years. Injuries, the fact that he's in the Hornets. Uh, yeah. Um, would I say that he would? It would be a great thing for him for a change of pace, for a change team, uh, for changing, um, moving teams. Sure. I wouldn't see it anytime soon because I feel like if you were to build around him, you you would have a solid team, not the best, but not the worst, right? They're what fifth place right now in the West or in the East. Fifth or sixth, the Hornets. The four. Oh, the Hornets are. I will check. Just keep going on your points. Yeah, but yeah, Kemba Walker. He's doing significantly well. He's had amazing games recently. Sixty points, but they lost forty-three points. I think they won that one. Um, but yeah, like I said, Kemba Walker's just been going off, and um, eight. They're eight. They okay. Lost. They lost. They all oh, they lost tonight. Okay, so they yeah. went down. Okay. So they're in the eighth seed. They're in the top eight. So they're still in the. It's still so early for for a playoff talk. But like I said, they have a solid team. They're um, they're not consistent enough to be considered, you know, in the in the fourth fifth place. But they have a very good. Um, they have very good coaching staff. Um, if you build around Kemba Walker, I feel like you would have a really. He he's a good pickup. Um, would he be a better? Would be would he be better as a role player? Maybe. Because um, if you look at it, he could be like a Clay Thompson of someone. He could be someone's Clay Thompson. He could be. Ooh, what if they pick up Kemba Walker in the Celtics and have him play that second man for Kyrie Irving? Oh, right, the shooting guard. Yeah. I don't see why not. He's. I he's, still like. I still like AD more, but okay. No, but AD sure. would AD's power forward, right? So yeah. I look at it like this: Kyrie Irving, point point guard, um, Kemba Walker, and Jason Tatum back to um, switching around for. Actually, no, you can even play Jason Tatum as a as um. Oh wait, I forgot about Rosier, Scary Terry. Um, oh, Scary Terry's gonna be out of that team. I feel like he's gonna leave. Yeah, him. he's gonna be out next year for sure. Yeah, he 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 demand his his talent demands um, money for sure. Yeah, uh, and you need to have a team around him. He's he's not he's not um 
he's not a beta kind of guy. He's definitely an alpha. And the fact that he played so well for the Celtics in the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. yeah, he he deserves his own team. Um, yeah. But imagine this: Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, AD, um, Al Horford, mm-hmm. and who? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum switching around yeah. for small forward or yeah for small forward why not right so mm. it would be very small uh, at the top and very big in the in the bottom very natural very a very natural um, team so yeah. maybe that's what the Celtics need maybe they, they just need to get back to basics they just need to realize that we need to we just need to play our key players and they need to realize that they need to play their role instead of trying to play for who's the alpha of the Celtics or who's who's who in the Celtics. Just play your, play your part. That's it. <laughs> no, that's fair. Kemba Walker leads the league in points per game right mm-hmm. now. And he's yeah. had a great week. Kemba's great. You know what? He seems very loyal to the Hornets because apparently yeah. like he, he after, uh, after a clutch win... He said, "This is my city. This is my city." And you know, maybe he has that loyalty with him. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. This Kemba Walker, but uh, you know, depending on the Hornets too, if they get up there in playoff, potential MVP candidate. He deserves that talk. He deserves it. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Games to watch. Let's end off this this very awesome and long, actually surprisingly long. Although, um, from what I've seen through our analytics, is very meta here. Uh, people are enjoying the long episodes. We've our our viewer or our listener listener count goes up when our when our um the length of our podcasts are up. Like I think our longest podcast, which was the first one, was our best episode. Um, so mm. should be interesting. People seem to enjoy longer episodes. But um, yeah, our so our games to watch this week. You didn't hear that, right? Good. Okay. Um, was, <laughs> I heard it, terrible, but continue. Joke. That was such a bad joke. That was a terrible joke. Thank you for not acknowledging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. That was you're awful. Good. No, you're fine. You're fine. That it's was awful. Good. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Uh, we're progressive. At, we're, we are a progressive podcast, so yes. go ahead. Uh, games to watch. So my games to watch this week, Lakers versus Pacers. LeBron James and the Pacers have had a history in the mm. East when Paul George was still mm. They were competing against each other. Mm. Uh, basically, before the Raptors were good, the Pacers were basically the old Raptors, a.k.a. they would really go deep into the playoffs but just end up losing to the Cavs. Sorry, to the Heat at that point, yeah. which kind of broke my heart. But um, it, it'll still be nice to look back because the, the Lakers are kind of struggling right now. Uh, and the Pacers are also kind of struggling right now. But it'll be a very fun, interesting game. As a Pacers fan, I'm definitely going to catch that. And it'll be a good uh, good watch for sure. Um, what else? Uh, uh, uh. You know, I'm gonna let you take the rest of these games because I feel like they're teams that you could talk about a bit more um, about. Okay, sure. Uh, Raps and Grizzlies, interesting. Um, these are just the Raps games that I think would be interesting. Raps and Grizzlies, okay. second place Grizzlies versus the first place Ra- uh first place Raptors. It's gonna be a fun game. Um, here's the thing about this game. I feel like it's gonna be a blowout game. For, for either for either team, oh yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a blowout for the Raptors. Blo- Raptors are gonna just go on a tear and beat the living bejeebies out of the Grizzlies, or 
the Raptors might fall back and be like, oh crap, we're playing a very physical team uh, with the Grizzlies, okay. and they have a proper solid big man with with power with Marcus All. So power. I, <laughs> my bad. Um, with Marcus All, so yeah, you know. Um, the the thing about the Raptors is that they have a really you know Valanciunas and Surge, but they play outside of the paint. They're very outside. They except for Valley, but he's he's very much coming out from the paint and then pushing in, versus mm-hmm. uh, Mark Gasol, who is very um, in the paint type of in your face. He's a very yeah. natural and very um, um, old school center. So, yeah, Raps and Warriors not not gonna be a blowout. I feel like this is gonna go to the Warriors by two, by three, or by by five. Okay. Right. Um, it would be great if the Raps win. Change my mind, Raps. Change my mind. And lastly, Raps versus Cavs. I mean, you gotta you gotta play the Eastern Conference champions eventually, right? And this is gonna be a difficult, difficult challenge. Cavs and Cavs by twenty, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll go on like this last one we have here. Um, so yeah, we have another Lakers game. Lakers versus Nuggets. Mm. Um, again, this will be kind of it'll be a fun game to watch. I'll say um, Nuggets are a really good team. CJ's pretty high on them. I'm also kind of high on them too. I think they could be an excellent team, and the Lakers are going to make this a fun game too. Um, and yeah, so I think that's it. Um, thank That's you for listening. Game the... Yes, oh. thank you. No Danny DeVito watch this week. I'm no sorry, Danny guys. Watch. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. I, yeah. I know but, a lot of people enjoy that one. So, <laughs> but, but, but remember, Danny DeVito is always watching. Oh, gosh. That sounds kind of creepy. That sounds kind <laughs> of creepy. No, it's, no, 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 it's no, reassuring. No, it's not, it's not. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Danny DeVito think always watching. Think of um, Santa. Santa. Yeah, I was about to say Santa Man. Why well, was I about to say Santa Man? Um, think of Santa, how he watches you if you're not here. Nice, Danny DeVito's the same. He's the exact same too. Um, oh, um, I promised I would bring this up. Um, in Disney remakes, um, I completely forgot to bring this up. But like, yeah, what's so, up? Uh, you have you 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 got Lion King. You had um, Beauty and the Beast. Um, you had you have the new Little Mermaid. Um, I just saw the trailer. It's oh, with Jason right. Momoa. They're calling Aquaman for some reason. It's very yeah, strange. Yeah. Ariel looks really, really different. He but has it, a beard. I think it's, yes, it's a really cool take on this, and I feel very like they're pushing the barrier. They're really they're pushing the barrier yeah. on the Little Mermaid. The water barrier. <laughs> the Great Barrier the Reef. <gasps> and that's the end of the show, folks. Bye. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. Thanks for listening in. Wait, let's let's end off here. Um, our Instagram is gonna get more active. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> yes. At yes. nerds at nerds and basketball. That's nerds and not the ampersand and basketball. Give us a follow. Um, we'll be more active there. Thank you for listening in. This has been CJ. And this has been Post Ramon. And so signing off. Thanks for listening in.